I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. We are also the world's best feet podcast, uh, starting from here on know. out. We're going to start feet entries on here, just to keep all of the foot fetish people uh, ha- satisfied with this podcast, you know? When, when we decided to niche down on YouTube and <laughs> our careers and everything, we figured, what's what's more niche than feet? <laughs> How about toes? Toes. Arches? Uh, souls? So much work? culture out there that I feel like we just haven't dug deep into, you know? Um, by the way, if you can find us a picture of Dan Harmon's feet, we'll be... <laughs> <laughs> no reason why. No reason why. Just, Anyways. you know, research. Research purposes. Fuck. We, 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 we end up talking about some dumb shit before we record these things. So. Yeah. One of them being WikiFeet, <laughs> which is a real website. <laughs> Unfortunately. With um, real feet. There's, there's very... Right now in my life, there's very few things that keep me living. And that is not one of them. That's that's the complete opposite. You're telling me WikiFeet doesn't give you joy in life? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> gives me pleasure. There's a difference. Like, they have foot ratings, top ten lists, feet of the year. Yeah. They got everything. Mm. That's what I need in my life. Just saying. In fact, I can't I can't go another second without letting my friend Jay the Zoomster <laughs> yes. not hear about this opportunity, you know? I think I feel like I'm, I'm not a I'm not a good friend unless he knows. About what you oh, feel. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um <Copy>. so anyways <laughs> YouTube podcast. We're back. Yeah, yeah, um, we do that. I wanna apologize solely myself the, uh, for not putting out these fucking episodes weekly like we're supposed to and they've been like bi-weekly the last month and a half um, mm-hmm. that's entirely my fault and I will try to do better because the thing is like uh, usually we don't even have them recorded ever like last minute uh, yeah. but this time we actually had them recorded and everything it was just like an editing issue this time around yeah it's a fuck I forgot to do this or it, it's just excuses. I didn't get it done. It's gonna. I, oh, I'm gonna well. do better. Hello. Which means we have been, large. we have been way behind on comments. So any comments from the past episodes we have not read or looked at, we're gonna be covering a lot of them today. Yeah. <laughs> Jay immediately sends a picture that says www.wikifeet.com wants to show notifications. And it's Jay's <laughs> cursor hovering over the block button. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. That's wonderful. Fucking mad luck. Oh, that's wonderful. So this week we're gonna do a our one of our favorite segments on the show called YouTube News. Whoa. Um, we do this every once in a while when there's like something that's worth talking about. We got two stories actually, not just one. Two stories. Oh, and also main topic this week is going to be how to deal with toxic comments and YouTube culture and all that good stuff, which I feel like we've we've touched on in the past, but we haven't gone in depth at all. Yeah, we haven't given it a full episode. And thanks to Patient for suggesting the topic. We'll cover it right after YouTube news and that other segment that you all love to watch. <laughs> so... Yeah, it'll be yeah, dope. Without any further ado, let's just jump into it, man. I mean, just, hey, it's a new show, right? Like, jump right into it. 
<laughs> cool. So, <laughs> which one uh, do you want to start with? Let's start with the anchor thing since this podcast is on anchor. Okay, go ahead. That'd be cool. So recently, Spotify uh, acquiesced anchor and some other thing called Gimlet. I don't know what Gimlet is. Probably should have looked into that, but I don't feel like it's important enough to this topic. It's just another podcasting platform. Is all it is. Okay. Well, as you guys know, we or me may or may not know, we put this podcast on Anchor. Anchor then distributes it to Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all these different platforms. Um, but what we appreciate so much about Anchor is that it's super easy to upload to, super easy to see analytics for. You can make money through it now. It's just such a great place for anybody who wants to start a podcast from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but in as far as now into the future, uh, Spotify is, you guys may know, is the biggest music streaming service out there right now. They've, um, they've bought out Anchor and this other platform, Gimlet. Um, and some people are concerned about it. Yeah. Uh, the idea from the article that I'm looking at from a tech crunch is that Spotify's doing well. They got money to burn and uh, they felt that they were going to push toward a podcast. But they felt the podcast on Spotify and those features there were kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yo, let's pick up Anchor. Let's pick up Gimlet um, and try to boost our own podcasting on Spotify. I guess they're going to try to offer more or maybe do a thing where they let you make podcasts on Spotify or I don't know. I don't use Spotify. I guess I should make that clear. Okay. Um, if I do listen to music, it's through YouTube or download it on my phone. Uh, Interesting. I, I do have an account, but I'm not exactly the biggest Spotify guy. Anyway, the article mentions that it spent $200 million on Gimlet, and they don't know how much was spent on Anchor exactly. Uh, but the day the acquisition happened, Anchor sent out an email mm-hmm. to all of its podcast people, and they were making it seem like that there wasn't going to be too much changing that Spotify integration and other integrations were still going to work just fine. Yeah. Um, but we're still very early on in this. Like, we're just now hearing about it this week. So whether or not that's true or what will change, we will have to see. So I'm a very avid user of Spotify. Um, okay. I've used it, like, every single day for, like, the last four years. Um I got like a gift card for YouTube or for Spotify premium for like half a year back in like 2015. And uh, ever since then I've had Spotify premium. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite, it's quite unfortunate that I'm like so attached to this platform, but as someone who listens to music all the time, it's such a great place to go out there and like listen to everything. And with Spotify premium, I can listen to it on my phone. I, I, I love it. Um, however, Podcasts have always been something interesting to me about Spotify because if I'm not mistaken, you have to have Spotify premium in order to listen to podcasts on there. I was able to because I was trying to figure out how to use a bot okay. on Spotify. Okay. Uh, but you can listen to podcasts and put them on lists, I think. I don't know. Okay. How it works. Maybe it, it might be it might be mobile podcast then. That might be what it is. It's yeah, attached yeah. to podcast. Mine was on desktop when I tried okay. it out. So if you wanted to listen to podcasts on Spotify with mobile, you have to have Spotify premium. Um, so that's one of the, like probably the biggest barriers that Spotify has had with getting more people to listen to podcasts on their platform. 
is that like you have to pay to do that on your phone and in the world we live in, like most people that listen to podcasts listen to it on their phone. Mm-hmm. So that I, I'm, I'm very intrigued as to like what they're going to do with anchor as far as like upping their podcast platform. Cause my first thought is maybe you, if you, you know, let people listen to your podcast for free on the phone, maybe you would, you know, get more listeners there. Which makes sense to me. True. That's a possibility. I think, uh, I think part of it's just sort of a, a play to not only be like the biggest music platform, but also the biggest podcast platform as well. Like they want yeah. to have all their bases covered. Cause I know iTunes for a fact, um, heck, even if you own an iPhone at all, they are big on podcasts. There's like a podcast app. You can sync them to your phone. Right. You can listen to them rather easily. And when episodes come out, they go straight to it. Like, from what I've heard, it's relatively convenient. Ethan does that on his phone through uh, iTunes and iMusic and all that stuff. So, uh, they seem to have gotten that part down. And Spotify is just looking to improve that. I, I mean, the thing we don't know yet is, is what they're doing just because it's so early on but I don't know like it's not necessarily a bad thing either I think with technology startups especially if they're really good and they have a lot of potential behind them it's only a matter of time before they get bought out by a bigger company right uh, it happened to YouTube um, it's happening to Anchor it happened to Instagram Snapchat like definitely I don't think Snapchat's bought out uh, um I, I'm I not might sure be wrong that. there but anyway Snapchat's you get the point dying, so <laughs> That's true. All these tech startups do well for a while, and then some bigger company comes in and swoops them. Um, We'll just have to see what their behavior is and what they change about Anchor. But for the most part, like, this podcast is still going to stay the same. How we use it is still going to stay the same. Anchor seems pretty adamant about letting it go out to all platforms. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll have to see. Right, and that's the main concern from people is that what if Spotify decides, well, anybody who puts their podcast on anchor has to be exclusive Spotify podcast. Right. And that's a concern for, you know, for me, for this podcast, because I want to give the opportunity for everybody to listen to it and not having it on iTunes or Google play means that I'm going to have to find another place to host it. So that Mm -hmm. they end up there. Sure. Um, I think too, what Spotify is going to have to realize as well is that anchor and Gimlet are not the only, podcast platforms I don't know if you've ever you probably have because you've looked at this stuff before but it is a wild west of podcast platforms of like where you can host them where you can put them on some are apps some are phone based some are desktop based Uh, there's a billion of them Podbay all these all these different locations and Anchor kind of got through that mess and was like one platform get it out to wherever you need done whatever uh we might be seeing a couple more acquisitions if, if Spotify wants to get that podcasting down foot. Because I don't think Anchor, is, Anchor and Gimlet are the one-two solution here. Um, right. So it sounds like step one and like an ongoing process, I think. Uh, podcasting. Whether or not they meddle in with it is interesting. Yeah, and we've done an entire episode about podcasting. Um, but just for the people that haven't listened to it, like hosting your podcast can be a very difficult process um and i mean i'm sure that aiden doesn't even like realize as as difficult as it used to be like you would have to 
have a subscription for uh, to to upload your podcast, and it would be limited by the size of your files per month. And then you could only have like one podcast through that platform, and then you have to pay another fee in order to do like have a separate podcast. And then you had to like go into iTunes and like or every single platform you had to manually be like, I would like my podcast on this platform. Here's a feed I like URL. Can you please post my podcast? And then there's the chance of it not going through or you have to redo it. It's a it's a fucking mess. Um, mm-hmm. so like having a podcast place like anchor is, is a godsend for anybody that wants to have a podcast, not be their main thing and just like have to do a lot less work on the front Agreed. end. It's nice. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I'm concerned entirely about Spotify making it limited to only their platform, but it is a concern to have. Uh, I think the best thing about this is Anchor just got a lot of money to put towards better everything, and they've already been improving so much. So I'm I'm looking right. forward to seeing like what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more money, more features. Uh, Anchor was talking about in the email better analytics, mm-hmm. um, more tools that go into podcasting, sort of more data driven stuff. Um, which the stuff I have on Anchor right now is fine, but it's obviously like one page and basic stats and stuff. Um, so then adding on to that, I think could be interesting for anybody who wants to try and play the algorithm game, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think plaf- I think podcasts are hard to play an algorithm game. I think the biggest way you just like win on podcasts is making it consistent, putting out something that people want to listen to and then keep uploading. Kind of. Yep. It's, it's honestly the YouTube approach too, but you know, there's a lot of other things that go into YouTube, but I've been happy with our uh, analytics here on anchor lately. It's been good. I have too. Yeah. And it's been great. Um, but anyways, let's go and go to the next news topic. Cause I don't really have anything Ooh. else to add to this. Me neither. I just thought it was interesting. I emailed Zach as soon as I figured it out. I'm like, yo, we got to talk about this. Yeah. For sure. We did the topic justice, so. I think so. All right, do you want to introduce the next one? Sure. So, next news, um, YouTube, on their uh, creator blog, <laughs> posted on a Tuesday, February 5th, 2019, uh, a little article talking about YouTube in 2019, looking back and moving forward. But not only did they do that, Zach, <laughs> Susan herself, on her own YouTube channel, posted a video version of this where she did the narration and had some okay looking animation on there and she was like hey we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline for YouTube in 2019 and we want to talk to you about it in about five minutes or so so we're going to talk about what she talked about and tried to make it a little bit more entertaining and tell you what actually matters because there's a good bit of filler in here too so there's there's a lot of stuff that's like yeah we knew that we knew that we knew that uh, and it's more or less just saying, hey, guys, we, we still realize these are problems. We're still working on them. Sure. Um, but first, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, smash or pass, Susan <laughs> Logics. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need to see the feet first. Hold on. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if she got some average toes, I don't know if I can. 
I mean, really smash down on that, Susan. It just be like that sometimes. Pajiski. I really hope she does have a page. Oh my god. All right. She only has okay feet. (laughs) 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 Three stars. (laughs) This is so sad. Hey, I mean, she only has two pictures too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the a three. The fact that that she has pictures (laughs) on there is what's. She must have, like, an Instagram or some shit where it's like, okay, here's pictures of her. Time to post pictures of my feet. That's so bizarre. Okay, anyways, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that was the answer. (laughs) I take uh, full responsibility. No, I don't. That's fucked up. Um, Anyways, yeah, so we have a few things on here. Yeah, Um, we do. She basically says, we have three priorities. Uh, Number one, supporting creator and artist success. Number two, improving communication and engagement. And number three, living up to our responsibility. Um, I mean, I would hope that was... <laughs> your, I hope these are your goals every year, but... <laughs> like all this, you read that, right? And it came out your mouth, and it came out Susan's mouth, and we were all kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like this none is of us were like, how it is. None of us were like, yeah, finally, or thank God, or I can't wait, or yes, they're finally doing this. Yeah. Both of us were just kind of like, eh, they might do it. Okay. <laughs> I will say. Like, it, it might not happen either. This this sort of thing sounds good on paper, but whether or not they actually do any of these three things is totally up in there. I should point out, they've been saying the same thing for the last three years. Yeah. Of course they have. So, I mean, whether anything really changes is just up in the air. But I will say, one thing that was nice to hear at the very beginning is that over the past year, channels with over 1 million subscribers almost doubled. And yeah. the number of creators earning five or six figures on YouTube grew more than 40%. Which means... For all the people that are still debating, YouTube's gonna die one day. I can't, it's too oversaturated. All that, blah, 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 blah. Like, you can still make this your full time job at some point. Sure. And that number is only gonna increase as more and more people join and as the platform gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. So, so. it's, it's dope. No, I, I really love that. I love that they keep mentioning these numbers. Last year, it was very similar. They were like, the channels with over 100,000 had gone up or whatever. And, Obviously, with channels over a million doubling, like that's still the same case for a hundred thousand, um, probably even more so. So you can definitely, right. you can still definitely do this. It's crazy to think that like a million subs is like the big barrier, like the one goal at the end of the at the end of the journey. And now it's just like, yeah, we have a lot of people over a million now. You know, it's kind of old news a little bit now. Yeah. So. Well, what's important to realize is that like. YouTube is still not a competition between you and other creators. Like that's true. Even if you make, like, there are channels with a hundred thousand subscribers that are able to pay rent and eat their food, and live a comfortable life. Mm-hmm. It's just about how smart you are, keeping consistent, and all that kind of stuff. And like, you don't have to have a million subscribers to be successful. That's good to know. Sure. I think it also kind of puts that veil back a little bit. And kind of reclassifies these elite few as more of an elite many. 
Yeah. Like it's not just three or four people anymore. It's like hundreds <laughs> of thousands of people that are making money and doing well and have a million subs and all that. Now, granted, still probably a small percent over the total YouTube whole. It probably always will be. Right. But to say that it's like sort of a few people hidden behind like a giant wall basking in money or whatever. It's like, no, there's a bunch of people now and you can be one of them. Like, look at this. <laughs> exactly. And, and one important thing to, to mention here, and I, I'm saying this as a segue too, it's why things like YouTube Rewind don't work anymore because there are so many people that have over a million subscribers and like people are still going to say like, well, where's this person that I watch every single day of my life? Right. Mm. Um, sure. But uh, they mentioned YouTube Rewind in this video. <laughs> oh yeah. I got to I got to read the article <laughs> word by word. Okay. Here we go. These are Susan's own words. Yes. But one record we definitely didn't set out to break was the most disliked video on the internet. (laughs) Even at home, my kids told me our 2018 Rewind was, and this is in quotations, cringy. (laughs) (laughs) We hear you that it didn't accurately show the year's key moments, nor did it reflect the YouTube you know. We'll do better to tell our story in 2019. That was Susan Wojcicki, CEO of YouTube, having her own kids... (laughs) Tell her that the 2018 Rewind was, quote, cringy. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. True, Um, but hilarious as well. Yeah. I I still think... I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not. I think we did. Okay. I I, I still think they should just, like, get rid of YouTube Rewind. (laughs) Just call it a YouTube advertiser thing. Because... Be a little bit more honest. They're going to try again next year. Like they tried this past year to have a good rewind and it's still not going to satisfy anybody. So just stop. I think what's even funnier to me is that under the Susan Wojcicki mindset, all the other past rewinds were somehow amazing. And this was the only one that did bad. Like, right. Like she's somehow now coming to the revelation that that YouTube rewind wasn't good or something like that. And that, that more than anything is kind of hilarious in and of itself to be like, what? People don't like YouTube Rewind? What the heck? I've never heard of this before. This is the year we got to do better. This is the year we got to change things. Yeah. Like, you know, we've kind of, we've passed the bridge already, Susan. It's a little, like, I get it. Most disliked video kind of sends a loud message, but you would have had to have known. You would have had to have known that this vocal minority well, keep know, in mind, she's she's sizable. only she's only been the CEO since 2014. But like, no, none of her kids told her then, or like colleagues, or in the news, or hell, if she's so focused on the dislike ratio, you could go back to other years and notice this. That's Why true. is this a revelation now? Is what I'm curious of. And I don't know. Just because you have to make a statement <laughs> or something because it got so bad. Like I don't know. Uh, part of that feels a little disingenuous to me a little bit, but the we're going to try in 2019, I guess. The worst part about it is that the uh, the creator YouTube channel, have you seen that one before? There's like a YouTube yeah. creator channel. They made a video recently too, and we probably should have watched this, but whatever. Um, I haven't watched the whole thing, but they made a video talking about dislike mobs. Oh, yeah. And... People are like, no, this isn't a dislike mod. This is people that genuinely were disappointed in the thing that you've presented. 
So mm. it's, I don't know. Like looking for any excuse to try and, you know, make themselves look a little bit better. <laughs> like, in the grand scheme of things, I honestly don't give a fuck about YouTube Rewind. Because yeah, me it doesn't, like, it, it doesn't impact the way that I create on YouTube content currently. Um, it's just a thing that's like, yeah, YouTube's corporate, they're just not being transparent about it, and that's the kind of shitty thing to do. Sure. Um, I feel you. Let's talk about these three priorities here. Yes. Uh, which one of these do you think is the most realistic to actually happen? Um, <laughs> um, well, Let's go with that. That's the question I want to pitch to you. Um, probably, and this is ironic, probably improving communication and engagement. Because okay. I think that they they have improved communication over the past couple of years. They honestly have with the channels that they've created, with this blog, they've done it. Twitter, Twitter, um, it, it, they they went from zero communication to having these outlets, and that's dope. And I think they're going to continue to improve on the communication and the engagement with people. I, I just don't think if it's I don't think it's ever going to be enough in the eyes of the overall YouTube community. And ironically, we're going to be talking about the YouTube community and how most of it's shitty. But, <laughs> um, like, I just don't think that they're ever going to get to the point where people are happy with it. And that's because there are 2 billion active users on YouTube. Right. It's a losing battle every day. <laughs> it is. So the more they right. keep talking about, like, we're trying to improve our communication, blah, 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 blah. They're never going to live up to people's hypes. Mm-hmm. Now, this is in my opinion, obviously, but I, I, I just, from what I've seen so far from the last couple of years, I just don't, I, I see it as a losing battle. However, I am glad that they have improved their communication for, to what they have done. Me too. And I mean, like, we have to be honest with ourselves here too. Like, nobody reads these blogs, <laughs> or at least not as many people as they think do. Right. Uh, That's true. You know? Not as many people check the Twitter. Not as many people are going to subscribe to Susan Wojcicki's channel. She's at 60,000 subs, by the way, for anybody wanting to know that. Um, you know, the YouTube creator channel isn't as big as it could be, right? It's pretty small, yeah. And they have the power to actively push that stuff out to make channels like that a big platform. Or even make it a thing where, like, oh, I don't know, it shows up on the homepage. Or it should. you get it, it recommended should. in the sidebar. Because through normal YouTube use, you never see any of this stuff, even though they have the power to do that. And I guess some people would be mad of like, oh, they're they're fucking with the platform again, or they're changing the homepage. I'd rather see updates from YouTube on my fucking trending tab than Jimmy Kimmel. Like, I'll take that trade. (laughs) I'd be happy with that. You know, it'd be something. So I think like, it's one thing to say we're improving communication and engagement from a numbers perspective, and they absolutely are, but how much of that communication is good and how much of it actually reaches their intended target is another thing. Click-through rates, right? Follow-through. How many people right. follow through with this stuff? Um, and I don't think a lot of people do. Um, granted, not every issue can be solved with a blog post or a video. Some stuff is face-to-face and one-to-one, and that stuff can be improved on. Uh but we also know there's just some information they're never going to share and we're going to have to get used to that and that's just going to be a thing, right? But it, it's it's a hard 
it's a really, really hard battle, and I I don't envy them from where they're at. Same. Um, but I also don't think they're going about it the best way, if that makes sense. I completely get you. YouTube's in, like, this... It's in such a weird place as far as online websites go, as far as, um, you know, platforms and all that kind of stuff. It's like Mark Zuckerberg... Nobody really gives a fuck, like, what he's doing about YouTube. <laughs> like, except for the government, right? Right, like, they care a little like, too much. If they put out a notification in our Facebook and was like, here's some big changes we're making in 2019, everybody would be like, okay, whatever, nobody cares. But it's like, YouTube is such this unique place where there are people putting their lives in the hands of this platform, which, you know, isn't... The smartest thing to do, maybe you should, you know, we've talked about diversifying and being on other platforms and doing all these other things to make sure you don't go broke and, you know, you're able to live, but it's, it, it, it still doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're making, there's, there's thousands of people making money from this website. And so it makes it much more of a vulnerable place for both the creators and the viewers. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's why I don't think that YouTube will ever, quote unquote, do enough for the creators and the viewers. Well, the viewers maybe, but for the creators, just because of how vulnerable of a place it is and how unique this platform is compared to other social media platforms. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the solution to that is. I, I don't. Sure. I, I don't think we got it in here. <laughs> I, I, I don't either. Say sure. Um, you never know. They did mention some of the big changes that happened over the past year with premieres. Uh, of course, they got to talk about Lele Pons for some reason. <laughs> okay. Um, what what's, is kind of cool is that one of Ariana Grande's music videos got over 829,000 people in a live chat. That was crazy. That's insane. Um, that's probably bigger than Twitch has on one of their live things. But this is a celebrity. I don't, I don't so. know. Let's, I don't think let's so. see. Most viewed Twitch stream. I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead. Check it Cause out. Because it's, it's the whole rapper. It's the whole Drake and Ninja thing. But what exactly happened there? Um... And it's close at the very least. Oh no, that was only three hundred sixteen thousand, and somebody just beat that with three hundred ninety-one thousand. Wow! So, yeah, I mean, almost a million people watching a live stream thing. It's very much akin to TV, which is what they've been trying to do. But um, that's cool enough. I, I'm still not the biggest fan of premieres, but I think it's it's good for certain things. I agree. Um, they also talk about stories and community posts, which again, I think have their pros and cons, but these are things that are within their, um, their communication and engagement. And I guess that's as far as like the engagement between the creators and the audiences, which they have improved. And I'm, I'm glad to see that. Yeah. They're working their way up. I could have done without Lele Pons being mentioned, but you know, really do be like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, number one on this thing is supporting creators and artists' success. 
mean, which artists, right? Yeah, it's just, certainly not everybody. No, it's like they don't even support their biggest YouTube channel right now. Mm-hmm. Right, like they've they've completely shunned PewDiePie. That was something I saw on my Twitter. She actually uh, left a comment. The Susan channel. <laughs> yeah. Left a comment on a PewDiePie video. Really? Yeah. Being like, we we heard your concerns, and if you fill out this survey or what, like what, like this corporate ass response. No, she did. It is a thing. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. But uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, they talk about the monetization thing and how that's getting better, which is good. Uh, they talked about how advertisers are coming back, which is good. Um, all the different, like, you know, YouTube Premium being available in more countries means it will get paid more. Super Chat, channel memberships, merchandise, all that kind of stuff means that, you know, money is going to be more available, which is cool. Um, they also made channel memberships more broadly available to, um, 100,000 subscribers. I think originally it was like, oh, wait, no, to 30,000. That's interesting. Interesting indeed. Then you talk about Article 13. Very um, important. Very important. There's a petition about it on change.org with over almost 5 million signatures. It's the most signed peti- petition at change.org. Yeah. My concern For- is will it do anything? We'll have to see. We don't know yet. We will. It's at four million right now. Yeah. Working um, its way up. But yeah. I mean, as far as supporting creators and artists' success, I feel like I don't know. I I don't necessarily one hundred percent think that it is YouTube's job to like support us. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think that I think that they could easily just be a faceless corporation that wants to just, you know, have a place for us to upload our videos. Um, But over the years, as they've become almost less faceless, which is weird because you, I mean, they are going more corporate, but I feel like we are getting more communication from them in recent years. I I, I don't know. I, I just think it comes back down to you can't please everybody. Agreed. And then the last and uh, final guideline here, probably the one that kind of messes with me the most, I feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which they all kind of do, but this one especially. Number three, living up to our responsibility. And this one, they sort of talk about um, their community guidelines and what they've updated on, whether it's thumbnails, links, pranks, and challenges. Yeah. As well as how the Creator Insider channel talks about how they address profanity on the platform. And then they ended off by funding a bunch of educational conferences and learning fund grants and stuff like that. Real nice stuff there. I'm not complaining about that. Oof. I don't I don't know how I feel about like this this kind of guidance thing of like you really need to be doing this, this, and this. Or if you don't, we'll find somewhere to screw you over on the inside without telling you, right? Like, <laughs> you know? What do you mean exactly? Like, like the whole profanity say, thing and things like that? Yeah. Or, say the okay. profanity thing or controversial news or someone does something related to a prank but not quite 
how YouTube likes it in any way, shape, or form, and it does well, right? Yeah. The idea of YouTube going behind the scenes and being like, all right, we have many ways to to hurt you through this, whether it's through monetization, uh, not pushing your video out, algorithmically screwing you over, and then, you know, not telling them. <laughs> right. Not even knowing what you did wrong. Uh, to me, it's like they're going to put all these rules here, and that's fine, but they're not going to tell you when you messed up. And, like, that's sort of the thing. If you don't have the communication or the backbone behind these rules, then it really doesn't mean anything until you're personally affected by them. And then it's like your channel yeah, <laughs> that goes down and you have to con- contact somebody to bring it back up. I mean, create a big stink on Twitter. <laughs> One of the two. Since we still have small channels, we are in the position where we don't get any notification about anything. Right. right. Uh, but like once your channels are bigger, you do have channel managers that you can call and ask questions about and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I, I'm i glad that they're transparent about the profanity thing. They made an entire video talking about exactly what you can and can't say without being demonetized. Um, and it's it's more lenient than I thought it was, which was surprising to me. Because it's like, you can even use certain profanity like that we use in this podcast occasionally throughout the podcast without it being demonetized. Like, this podcast right now is still monetizable, technically. Um, yeah. But it, what this profanity thing has done, which I think is really good, is hate speech. Like, it's gotten rid of vi- videos that have hate speech. Sure. Um, if you use profanity in a hateful manner for, like, 20 minutes, then, yeah, get that off the platform. Like, there's no reason for it to be there. Um, all it is is doing cause is causing harm, right? And you could, you could argue, be like, well, that's censorship. I mean, sure, but there's other platforms you could put it on there, you know, whatever. I guess to sort of, I don't mind the rules themselves. I more mind how they're going to impact people unfairly. I guess is yeah. what I should say. It's like the rules themselves are fine, and I think like. Written down here, they sound great and they look great. Well, these aren't different. Uh, these aren't new. Like these have been right, in right. These, for a while, these have happened right? throughout the year. Yeah, right. These are happening throughout the year. It's just I'm more worried about like what goes on behind the scenes as far as enforcing this sort of stuff, and like how far is too far, and where these limits are going to be drawn a little bit. That worries me a little bit. Even though like I'm not going to be personally affected by any of this shit. I guarantee. Right. Like. You know. Yeah. But you hear enough horror stories and bullshit on Twitter to get a little worried once in a while that, like, okay. <laughs> you know? How much of this is targeting specific channels and how much of it is, like, we want to benefit the whole platform as a whole. You know? Right. Like, I'm fine if it makes the whole place better, but if you're clearly targeting a bigger channel with this one rule specifically, like, people are going to get mad. And I think, obviously, and fairly so. Yeah, there have already been, like, a couple of big channels recently that have been completely taken off the platform. Um, One guy, and I honestly, I don't know anything about his content. I don't know what he stands for politically or whatever. But there's a guy named Monkey Jones. You've probably heard of this. Maybe? I have, yes. Okay. 
he was his regular channel or his his official channel was taken down completely. All of his videos deleted, whatever. Um, he had like three or four side channels, and they were taken down. So it was very obvious that he was targeted by somebody in YouTube to just get him off the platform. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what he stood for, but he has a very avid fan base. So I'm assuming it's not anything that's like too bad. Um, I, I just like that sucks. And the fact that there wasn't any transparency on YouTube's part about it. There wasn't anybody like nobody from YouTube has spoken on the manner and said, well, maybe he had hate speech or whatever. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about his content, but that does concern me because it could come to the point where if you say one thing in one of your videos that YouTube doesn't agree with, they could just shut down your entire channel. And I mean, like, how do you legally fight that? Like, we all complain about copyright and how bad that is, but at least there's laws behind it. At least if you want to, and if you have the money, you can take that to court. If YouTube shuts you down based on a rule they added yesterday and doesn't tell you about it, they legally can and will. (laughs) Yeah. And can get away with it, and it's their platform, and it's totally fine. Like, not only do you not know what you did wrong, <laughs> but you don't get a chance to redeem yourself either, or fight it in court. Like, right. it's whatever they want to make and whatever they want to push out. And this isn't me, like, sitting here and being like, well, racist should have an opportunity to have a YouTube ch-. No, like, obviously get that shit off the platform. Some rules should be obvious. You shouldn't be decapitating people in YouTube videos. You shouldn't be saying the N-word profusely, you shouldn't be doing all this sort of stuff. Like, everybody can agree on type of stuff. Um, but boundaries are different for everybody, man. And then... Right. I, I just worry about some people, is all, more than anything. <laughs> well, you, you said something that, like, when I was watching the whole profanity video that they did, and I'll try to link all this in the, the notes and the description and everything. I was watching this yeah, video about the profanity stuff. They mention just about every word in the book that, you know, you can think of. And they, they kind of put some of the stuff on the screen. It's like, you can't say this without risking demonetization or, or whatever. But then they also said anything, any kind of like hateful speech, any kind of racial slurs, all that kind of stuff would be instantly demonetizable. Good. Right. But that made me think, okay, well, what about the black comedians that I watch that say the N word like every two minutes? Or, or, you know, quicker. Like, is that going to be demonetized? It shouldn't be. So... Yeah, there's clearly a gray area, right? And there's clearly a a situation where context matters. And you can't get that context from a robot. And you can't get it from vague rules on a blog post, right? Like, you have to be specific. You have to communicate. And if someone did something wrong, you have to tell them. So that if there is an issue, or if something happened... They can resolve it, right? right? And I'm not a fan of, you know, channels having to go to Twitter to complain and get a hate mob after YouTube. Like, I don't want it to happen that way. I think that screws over a lot of interns. That's a lot of uh, hate speed both ways. Right. But if that's the only option, if YouTube won't talk to you any other way and just call it that based off of what a robot did, like, you know what? They have a right to be mad there. Um especially if they don't want to deal with it in private. And I think that should be the thing here. Like, oh, my channel did something wrong. My channel broke a guideline. Talk to me about it first. Let's work it out here before it turns into this Twitter social media shitstorm that nobody wants to go through. But they don't present that option. 
and like that that worries me but that goes along with the communication thing right Right. obviously they're not going to deal with everybody's issue and what's right for somebody is wrong for someone else and they're never going to win that battle (laughs) but still yeah uh, um i don't know i don't know one of the solutions that i would like to see in the future um because they haven't said anything about this yet is i would like to see you know how like if you go in an airport and you can get like a pre-tsa checkpoint thing Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, yeah, you frequently fly. We know you're not a terrorist. You can come through. I wish they kind of had something like that for YouTubers. Because, right. like, there's channels that post the exact same type of content every day. That it's, like, family-friendly or it's it's got, like, good intentions, whatnot. Um, but they still have to deal with demonetization on a daily basis. And the fact they have to continue to get their videos reviewed manually is ridiculous. Like, there's no reason for that. So, there definitely needs to be like a trust system kind of there. Whether that means like they have to do an audit of your channel or review your past, you know, interactions or however they want to do it is fine. Right. Um, But there needs to sort of be a little bit of that trust and there needs to be a little bit of accountability as well. Like, you got to have both. Definitely. Uh, But God. If I was in that position, I don't, even, I don't even fucking, I don't even fucking know what I would do. Right, and and that's why, like, as like, if you're a smaller creator, if you're a creator that's on the rise, whatever, um, and you're you're thinking about, well, what am I going to do about these situations? How am I going to handle this? My best piece of advice, honestly, and some people are not going to like this. I think it's okay to play it safe, and yeah, I. Think so. I, I love controversial humor. I love dark humor and, you know, I curse quite frequently and, you know, whatever. But I, I think if you're put on the place where it's like you're trying to make a living out of this and you're you're just solely, like, you're just solely uh, dependent on the YouTube money and all that kind of stuff, then just play it safe because you can, you can put your dirty jokes on Twitter and in Discord, you can curse like a sailor with your friends. Like, it doesn't... All that doesn't have to be on YouTube, necessarily. Sure. Unless, and this is the key exception, mm-hmm. unless you have the leverage, right? Right. If you're in that position where you're not relying on YouTube financially, where you have money to support yourself, and you're solely doing it because it's the content you want to make, or you're fucking Gary Vee and you have a shit ton of money, yeah. yeah, fucking swear all you want. Like, you know, Agreed. who cares? Uh, that being said, if you want something out of YouTube, money, right? You can't expect it to give it for them to give you money if you're not following their rules. Right. Uh, and so presenting yourself as sort of a brand safe image, and you'll find this out in marketing, whether you do it through YouTube or not, like presenting yourself in a way online where anybody can come at you and enjoy your stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing in more than one way. <laughs> I'll just say that. I, I think so. And I don't think it's being a sellout. I don't think it's like being contradictory to, to who you are or anything like that. I think that there's certain, like, like I still curse in my videos, but I bleep them out because I know that eventually that's going to be a concern for YouTube. I don't want to deal with it. Like I could easily just, you know, dispute those things in the future, but I don't want to. I would rather spend more time making more videos 
than dealing with, oh, he said the fuck word this time, we're going to demonetize him. Like, it, it's not worth my effort <laughs> to do it. Sure. And you can control it, too. Exactly. It's something that I can control, which is nice. It's a plus. Plus, I don't know about you, but I realized, especially in my old Let's Play content, that I would just use cursing as a crutch. And the more I think about what I'm going to say in a script or something like that, and not completely resort to profanity, it can sometimes make the content better, I think. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think we all kind of grow out of it a little bit, too. So Definitely. Even if, even if you're the type of person who swears a lot now, I guarantee you, like, as you get older, it, it wanes a little bit. Or you can be Cafro. <laughs> do. That's true. Go that route. <laughs> but he uses he uses colorful language, but not necessarily profanity. He's he's great at it. He's kind sure. of figuring out the sweet spot. He's a master. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that's all I had to say about this uh, article here. Yeah. Same. Not not a big fan of it. Uh, but you know, fuck it. If they they put their money where their mouth is and follow through on it, like I'll say nice things. <laughs> I'm not above that. Same. Um, it's got it's got a shit ton of dislikes, because of course it I'm does. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. The dislike mob are at it. Dislike mobs, they're at it. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, but anyways, um, we're 49 minutes into the podcast already. Look at that! Wow, that in time might be one of those long ones. Might want to strap it. Well, I just not have a whole lot to say about the main topic. Anything? Yeah, it's just like two minutes. I have a decent amount to say. But anyways, uh, let's go into uh, your week on YouTube, trademark. You mean your month on YouTube? <laughs> it really do be like that. What was the last time we recorded? <sighs> I don't know, actually. January, I know for sure. It was like January 20th or some shit. Yeah, like late January. It's February 10th now. So yeah, a couple weeks. Couple gives weeks. you an idea. Well, more like three weeks, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Whatever. Um, you want me to go ahead and start it, or do you want to start it? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Hit him up. What you so, got? the last month... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> we just kind of... Do I need to get a drink? That. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to... I'm not going to try to take too long doing this, because I, I feel like I've done a lot, but it's not, like, anything different than what I've been doing. Um, your Everyday Nerd's still going pretty strongly. And since last time we recorded, two, four, six, there's 10 episodes that came out. So, um, not as great as I would like, but, um, it's, you know, it's going, going solid. You know what my favorite is? What? Take a guess. Your favorite in the, in the last, like, since since the last time we recorded? In the last 10. In the last 10. Um, is it the Titans one? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that video. It's an 18 minute non scripted <laughs> rant, basically. Yeah. Fallout 76 Part 2, as I like to Titan call it. Season 1. I was not okay. I was That's watching great. the last few episodes of this, messaging Jay as I was watching it because he's seen the whole thing, just like bitching to him about it. I finished the last episode. I kid you not. I finished the last episode. Seven minutes later, I'm sitting in front of this camera recording this video. <laughs> That's when your thoughts are the best, when you can, where you just fit them out right away. It's just 
fucking pissed. Um, but I did the video, and in post, it turned out good. <laughs> Yeah, so that's I'm good. Sure there's a lot that had to be cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a mess. Um I am working on trying to be more consistent. Obviously that's difficult with um life still, but whatever. Um this past week I had to work a lot with one of my clients because he's out of town, so I didn't get a chance to put on as many as many videos as I had planned. But I still got four out, so that's not terrible. Um but this week's gonna be crazy because have all the best picture nominations to get through. I have my very first annual week of Adam Sandler. I'm excited about that. So hyped. Uh, so fucking He's hyped. got like 40 something movies. So like this can, yeah. I can do this for a long time. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I watched three of those movies yesterday. Uh, back to back. <laughs> so that was wonderful. Uh, and I just have one more left to watch and then I got to write the scripts and record them. I might be able to do those um, unscripted. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I'm just working on Your Everyday Nerd. It's nothing really new. That's the main thing. Oh, and I submitted my application for the um, Adobe Creative Residency thing. Yeah, you got it done. So, excited that that's over. I have to wait until May to find out, which is kind of a bummer because it's like three months from now. Right. But, uh... It is what it is. If I get in, it'll be great. I won't have to worry about bills as much, which would be nice. But until then, I got to worry about bills. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. Um, oh shit! Uh, Six hundred subscribers. Yay! What? Crazy. It's, it's insane. Uh, but, we talked about five hundred. What two episodes ago? Feels like. Yeah, it was it wasn't too long ago, which is crazy. I think it was like two months or a little less than two months from 500 to 600. Um, I don't know what the growth is going to look like going forward, but I have a lot of videos planned. So if the schedule turns out, then hopefully like it'll just keep going. Definitely. I'm excited. Um, did I mention my Patreon last night? Uh, you mentioned it, but I think you were changing something and that you haven't mentioned. Yeah, I'm changing one thing. Um, if I didn't talk about it last time, because I can't completely remember, I updated my Patreon for Your Everyday Nerd. Like, right. it's just set up for that now. Um, right now, one of my big packages is like the $7 thing. It was like, here's a streaming service type thing where I'm giving you all my episodes early. I can't even get my episodes out on time most days. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to push that forward in the future when I'm exclusively doing this. Um, but I think what I'm going to do is have like an exclusive Your Everyday Nerd episode once a month as that. Then you still get the podcast, which is going to start coming out soon. And um, if I can put out other episodes early, I will. But Have you already re- started recording the podcast? I have one episode. Okay. Um, but I might have to, I might actually redo that because I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I want to do that. Hmm. Because originally it's going to be like a um, it's a companion podcast, so I would talk through every single episode of the show, and I don't think I completely want to talk through every single episode. I don't think I have much to say outside of what I've already put in the episode for certain things. So I might be grouping together certain episodes. Um, and then 
I know that I have guests planned for certain episodes as well, so I'm still figuring it out. Guess it depends on how long you want it. Yeah, because it's like I've already talked to Jay, and he wants to be in the episodes where we talk about the Flash and the Marvel movies and all that kind of stuff. It's like I know that those are going to last longer than thirty minutes at the minimum. Sure. So, I'm still trying to figure out. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to do. Have you thought about doing it from like a behind the scenes, like technical perspective? Like this is how this shot was done. This is how I edited that together. Type shit, or are you more going to like this was the content episode? Let's talk about that some more. It's more or less going to be the content. Okay. Because. As far as the technical things go, like, that stays pretty consistent throughout. Sure. Um, It's the same shot. It's... The editing is fairly consistent throughout every episode. It might change depending on the subject matter just a bit, but, like... And there's been some, like, differences that I've made in the last, like, 20 episodes compared to the first 20 episodes. Um, Right, right. I feel like there's stuff to talk about, certain shots, and they're... Maybe editing stuff, maybe. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe I'm just a, a nerd who'd like to hear that shit, but I don't know. I might do I some of that. Most people would. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into it. I'm just still trying to figure out exactly how I want to do this podcast because I think it'll be cool. I think there's a lot that I could talk about for certain episodes, but not necessarily every episode. So maybe it just means I don't do a companion episode for everything. My my biggest okay. concern was if I'm doing this podcast weekly, and I'm starting now after 57 episodes or 58 episodes are out like I'm gonna have 300 episodes this year and I'm gonna be on like episode 20 by the end of the year like uh, on the podcast <laughs> so it's like I'm just playing You're right. catch up and it's not gonna it's doesn't make any sense so I'm trying to figure out exactly how I'm gonna do this before I just jump straight into it but uh yeah I just saw the the comment from Susan on the PewDiePie thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because I just stated it's on Twitter. It's pretty rad. It's hilarious. Did you look at her uh, foot wiki page yet? I, you know, I think I'm going to leave that for uh, never. <laughs> it's there if you want it. It's all there. It, it you is. Go, uh, you know, pluck the fruit. <laughs> I, yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong <laughs> phrasing on that one. <laughs> fruit. Um, I don't know. I will tell you. I'll go ahead and send that page to uh, our friend Jay the Zoomster. What a great friend, <laughs> dude. What a real bro. Yeah. Um. Anyways. That's been my, my last month. Not else. Some of the family stuff has gotten better. Yeah, I was really glad to hear great. that. Um. Some of it is still ongoing, still trying to figure all that out. I'm hoping to live stream again soon, but I still have, like, so much going on right now. I don't know how often I'll do that. Maybe once a week. But yeah, that's it. Sure Not enough time you. in the day. Really <laughs> in. They're really in. Not enough time in the damn day. And you gotta sleep, too? Apparently oh, sleep fuck. is the thing. <laughs> That's gay. Send that to him. You're welcome. There we go. You got movie night back up too, partially. Yeah, we've been doing some movie nights in the Discord, which has been really cool. Mm. Um, Hoping no Black Panther. (laughs) 
That was fun. <laughs> that could be a great episode if you really put your mind to it. Like you're everyday nerd? <laughs> like, Lego Black Panther, dude. No, that that that's gonna be an episode. I'm hyped. Yeah. I'm ready for it. It was gonna be in the uh the best picture sections. I was just gonna do that instead of Black Panther. But I gotta watch Black Panther again anyways for the fucking Marvel uh right. thing. So instead I'm just gonna do the Lego one for the Marvel thing. I think it's it'll be bad Friday. I think it'll be good. I'm ready that's for a, it. That's a nostalgia Monday. What you talking about? <laughs> could be Trendy Tuesday too if you think about it. It could be. There's so many ways you could go about it. Okay. But uh that's all I got. All right. Um I guess I'll start with the collab stuff first. We already kind of mentioned the podcast getting back up on its feet. Um but another thing we finally got <laughs> kicked oh, into yeah. high gear finally. Motherfucking Lines on Your Gaming is back. Oof. It is back. We did a whole a whole week of uploads, and we didn't miss a day. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's an achievement. Now, granted, <laughs> they didn't all come out on time. And uh, the little schedule doodle kind of went to hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? There's seven, there's seven videos in there. <laughs> Will they all have that, thumbnails. Will it be that this upcoming week? Let's see. Let's find out. Let's let's roll the dice, roll the <laughs> dice, baby. <laughs> oh boy! That's how I live my life day to day. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, "Is there gonna be a video out on Lions Under Gaming?" I'm telling you, mm. there were several, there were several mornings right before I went to class where I'm like, "Yeah, we're fucked today." <laughs> and then somehow, some way, it all came back together. Uh, Mainly by me harassing Zach and being like, hey, can you upload an Until Dawn? I know you're doing like 30 fucking things right now. <laughs> but, but the real quick, play channel is so important. Can you quickly <laughs> upload this Until channel. Dawn? Because Jay the Zoomster, love him to death. <laughs> but every time I need him for something, it's just like, LOL. Let me go the other direction. He's having computer like, issues now. I know. It's wild. This, this dude actually can't catch a break. He really can't. According to Twitter, he got it fixed. He got something fixed. Yeah, he got he got part of it fixed, but it's not like 100% fixed. He's like, internet is slow again or some shit. I don't know. So I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we're dealing with that, so <laughs> we're getting a little bit more untold on than we expected, but... At least the series will finish. Shit's going. It's finishing. Having fun with Yoshi. Fucking uh, Smash did well. Mm-hmm. Smash Brothers Brawl did like 20 views. Yeah. Uh, your Fire Emblem series, the new one, got several comments. Um, I need to check. Even those. though there wasn't a supposed update video attached to it, I don't know what happened there. Well, but, you know, I'll tell you what happened. It's recorded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And then I was like, I'm gonna have this out by the end of the night, and then it was you like everybody in the chat too you're like you mind if I upload this update yeah Go right I was like ahead. I'm gonna have it done and then there was like three other things that I had to do that night and I was like fuck and then the next day I just completely forgot about it so it's still recorded I could technically upload it whenever so <laughs> fuck this channel <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you next next week or the week after we're gonna have our February meeting I'm and so all of it's going to go to shit, and I'm so excited about I'm it. So I cannot, I cannot <sighs> fucking wait. I can't wait to hear from Jay. 
poor Kyle, fucking his mic's trash now. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's got a shitty one. mic now, so it's like that's awesome. So we're living with that. Uh, Splatoon two is somewhere in the mix. Until Dawn is finishing, maybe. And Jay's just dying over here. Meanwhile, Parker DMs me like, "Hey, you want to play fucking <laughs> Parker? I've recorded three things with you, Chief. <laughs> we are covered." <laughs> I haven't seen any of these comments, but I just want to say, because I know he listens to the podcast, shout out to Calfro for being the most supportive motherfucker in the world, because holy shit. Nicest guy. Um, I'm going and harding all these comments right now, but... There's some good shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just, he's been on board with the new people on the channel. Um, He's, he signed up for my Patreon recently. Like he's such a supportive dude, and uh, I'm glad he's part of the community. Yeah. He wants us to record something with him, some mobile game or whatever, which yeah. I have yet to download on my phone. <laughs> I downloaded it, but I still gotta, I still gotta check it out. We, we will see about that, but... Yeah, that's Lions Honor Gaming for you. It's a <laughs> it's a trip every day, uh, but it's exciting and fun along the way, so... Mm-hmm. We'll just say that. <laughs> Moving on... Um, what have you been I guess into? I'll talk about something that has been consistent for once. Uh, hey. Aiden on Anchor. Fucking yeah. still going strong. Haven't missed a motherfucking week. We are at February 10th right now. And every Monday, count them, every motherfucking Monday, <laughs> there's been an episode of Aiden on Anchor out. On time. Yeah, I've listened to them too. Listen to everything. So, got patient listening to them. Got you listening to them. The analytics have gone up on Aiden on Anchor. Fucking best month I've ever had was in January. Um, so that was hype. And I think we're at the point now, we're getting close to it. So the first seven episodes, I believe, were made in about a year and a half span or a two-year span. Mm-hmm. We're getting on the point now where I will have done seven episodes in about two months. That's good. Um, which means half of the Aiden on Anchor episodes are going to be brand new. And uh, I've been real proud of that, frankly. Like, both on my consistency level, on a commentary level, what I've been talking about, the support I've been getting. Um, I even made, like, a Discord page for it. Nice. There's no bot, unfortunately, so I have to manually put that shit in. But, uh, yeah, man, real proud of Aiden on Anchor. I think my favorite part Love about it is every episode starts with... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the like the most recent welcome to the 12th ever episode of Aiden on Anchor it's great I think you start the catchphrase changes every other episode <laughs> you start um back to the video games that way too you were like welcome to the 4th epi- episode ever and I, I think I'm gonna start doing that with uh, <laughs> your everyday nerd you should yeah you should I'm gonna I wait till episode 69 welcome to the for Aiden on Anchor episode. I do like copy paste 12th ever 11th ever yeah, that way. <laughs> it just makes so much more sense. Um, all right, what's next? Sorry, talking about oh, monthly battle league channel. That shit's finally yeah. done. Jesus Christ! I keep forgetting um, that exists. <laughs> the channel is launched. All the videos are uploaded. They're nice. scheduled. They have thumbnails. They have descriptions. They are done. And I decided, hey, twenty-eight videos, twenty-eight days in February. Why not just upload them all in February? So that's what I've been doing. So one video every day at around uh, 12 p.m. An old monthly battle league re-upload goes up. They don't do great. They get like a viewer or two. Probably mm-hmm. patient, I'd imagine. Uh, but it's done. 
and I'm happy about that. It's got the new intro on there, which looks pretty sick. New in screen, and yes. uh, some of the videos have a little bit of audio editing in there because it wasn't great the first time. Um, and so all those uploads have been going well, except for one video that went straight to black halfway through. Had to re-upload that. <laughs> kind of oh, fucking gosh. weird. But I uh, fixed that. Got it done. Multi-Valley channel is finished. I don't have to do shit for that channel until like hey. uh, summer. So That's good. I talked about that shit on the podcast several times and it's nice to be like, oh hey, it's just done now. <laughs> it's just where it's supposed to be. Yeah. I took the older videos off Blue Catch Productions. So I believe I'm under 400 videos again, which is fine. Like I don't mind. I just didn't want somebody searching them and coming across two different versions of the video. Right. So I got rid of the uh, older ones and the newer ones are all going to be up there and and fine and dandy as they should be. So Yeah. That's another good thing. Last but not least, let's talk about E old back to the video games. Hey. Uh, a show that I've been having sort of a love-hate relationship from its inception. Really? Of me being like Wow, I'm growing. I'm doing all this new shit. Wow, I did this thing wrong, this thing wrong, this thing wrong. I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, that's been fun. That's been fun. I feel that. Um, Completely feel that, honestly. Yeah, like, I felt it the most with episode two, the Smash Brothers review, where it's like, on the one hand, this is definitely one of my most ambitious videos. It's almost 30 minutes. There's B-roll. It's an extended review, lots of sections, a lot of good analysis, I think, there. On the other hand, the focus is weird. My head's cut off. <laughs> the B-roll's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I could have cut it down 10 minutes, on the other hand. So, like, it's this constant, oh, this is not as good as it could have been. But then it's taking that knowledge and improving it in the next episode. Episode right. 3, Top 10 Switch Games, um, was one of my favorites. I, I love that episode. Uh, I really like that episode too. Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm better at the top ten format. My unscripted kind of dialogue kind of favors top tens where I can only spend a minute on one game and have to force myself to move on. Right. Rather than fucking rambling. Uh the humor was good with the ask Ethan bits I thought were good. Um and it was just like a not not a longer it wasn't as long. It was about like twenty two minutes rather than twenty seven, so that was good. And then the new one, <laughs> the one that just fucking premiered uh, yeah. today, as a matter of fact, uh, episode four, the Tech Mobile Review. Yeah, which I really liked, actually. It's my favorite of the Back to the Video Games. This is how I want the show to be, moving on. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, everything worked. <laughs> it was very solid. I liked the humor. I, I didn't care about football, but you made it entertaining to to talk about this old NES football game. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was really good. I thought so, as well. Uh, <laughs> you know what my biggest worry doing that video was? What? So the last bit of humor, a segment that I like to call the slap. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In editing. That was funny as fuck. <laughs> I was worried that people weren't going to catch... That he slapped his ass. Because you don't see the hand, you right? Don't, right? You don't see physical contact. Mm. Hand to butt. You just hear a sound <laughs> and then a zoom in. And that's all you get. And my biggest worry through editing is like, 
they're not going to understand what happened. This is too vague. I, I need to add like a cartoon hand in or <laughs> I need to add in some clip of some really? football coach doing this just so I can make it clearer. And I wrapped around my brain for like an hour and I'm like, you know what, Aiden? Just stick with it. They're smart. <laughs> There's context clues. And added in that a uh, law and order special victims unit just in case people didn't get it <laughs> at the very end. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was my biggest worry that people wouldn't understand where that joke, what that joke was about. <laughs> That's great, actually. But no, I really, I thought it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I, I, all my, I laughed really hard at it. All my fucking jokes and back to the video games is like, what's an ironic TikTok I can make fun of? <laughs> Like, all my humor is from TikTok, basically. And uh, that episode was cool in the fact that, like, there wasn't Ethan in it at all. And I had to carry all the humor, which meant that it was either bits with just me or getting a green screen copy of myself to talk to that other person. Yeah. Um, there's either cutaways or they're both on screen at the same time. Uh, and yeah, like... When there's gameplay on, there's like a smaller me in front of the gameplay kind of explaining what's going on. So you can kind of get both the hand movements of what I'm talking about as well as see the visual example I really liked. Um, I started doing more zoom-ins. It was only 14 minutes long. wasn't 20 minutes, thank fucking God. <laughs> Football stuff I felt was interesting. The green screening was good. I even liked the thumbnail a little bit more this time. I felt like I, I improved a little bit compared to the fucking... Smash Bros. one that I changed 30 or 40 times. It's just everything about that episode I felt came together, and it's doing pretty well. It's already has 10 views now. It's some random guy, some channel called Tech Mobile versus RBI, left nice. a really nice comment and then shared it on Twitter as really? well. Really? That's dope. And I'm like, whoa, thanks, dude. Like, appreciate it a ton. I thanked him on Twitter and everything. And it was just like, yeah, if all my episodes could be this good right around this length where I can control the humor and get every aspect of it perfectly. Uh, I see a future in the show and yeah. that sort of confidence I didn't really have going into that episode. I felt very scared of being like, this is a football game. Not many people are going to care about it. <laughs> like you got to make it interesting, all this sort of shit. And I thought I did. I thought I did a really good job on that. So I stopped sucking my own dick here and just basically yeah. said that, uh, <laughs> just basically say that back to the video games, I'm much more confident in moving forward. That's so good. That's been good for me. I was like, yeah, I got some episodes out the past couple of weeks and he's like, let me, let me suck my dick for like, yeah. Yeah. no, no, but no, I actually agree. I think it, I, I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. I'm excited about this, this show that you have. I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to more episodes. Now, if they can only come out on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I think what's cool about both of our channels, once we went like niche, basically, um, mm -hmm. it's like beforehand, I didn't watch your Let's Play Pokemon Ultra Sun stuff, right? Like that's just not something that interested me. But now it's like every single video that you put out, I know I'm going to be like completely interested in. Yeah. Because it's in the you fucking watch the Tech Mobile one on a TV. <laughs> I like, did. What the fuck you doing? I did. Well, I was uh, I was about to watch some Adam Sandler movies, and so I was like, "Yo, let me let me watch this real quick." Because I watch YouTube on the TV every once in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Did it look good? Yeah, it looked on good. TV it looked really good. Okay. I don't really look at my stuff on the TV, so I have no idea. Yeah, it looked good. It's hype. Yeah. Um. Cool. Do you have anything else? Uh, 
I think the next change I want to do is a little bit more of the music stuff. I think I want to start including game soundtracks in there. I was wondering about rather that, just yeah. my usual songs because I'm starting to get a little tired of them. Uh, I think down the road it'd probably help from a copyright perspective not to rely on these same twelve songs for every video. Yeah, but who knows? I don't know. Then I want to start writing scripts, but that that's a longer process that won't happen overnight. <laughs> I understand that completely. The The only thing you have to worry about with the music is it's like sometimes it ends up being copyrighted. Um, and it, it really, it, it's so random. I think with video games, especially older games, it's fine. There's not really an issue there. But I know with like movies, that shit fucking sucks. Um, I'm very surprised this Ariana Grande video that I did recently did not get flagged. Yeah. At yeah. all. Because I was like, I used like impressed. these instrumentals and stuff from it. And I really liked how that video turned out. But um, I was shocked that it didn't get <laughs> copyrighted. You did good. I like that video. Oh, thanks. I'm always a fan of the ones where you're covering like multiple, multiple things in one. Yeah, I'm trying to do more of that. I have like a lot of different videos planned for that. But I'm also like, I can't do that every day because it gets... Just do too much. Yeah. yeah. But I like, I like doing that kind of stuff from the editing perspective. I agree. Cool. That's cool. it. That's all I, all I got to say. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're done. We did an hour. We're good. That's it. We're covered. Yeah, we'll do the main topic. We talked about feet. What else do you want? <laughs> yeah. um, main topic. Oh, yeah. That. Main topic alert. There it is right there. Mm. Um, YouTube community. How to deal with it. <laughs> That's a question of the ages. So, okay. I like, how you, I like how you worded it, too. You weren't like, how to fix it, how to resolve it. No. Or like, how to deal with it. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no answers there. Like, I mean, you just gotta have to deal with it. I am well. This is so sad. But um, the, the exact quote from Patient as far as the topic, um, the, the topic that she suggested was dealing, yeah, dealing with YouTube culture, toxic comments, exposed videos, etc. And this is a topic that I am quite familiar with right now because one of my clients just reached, uh, he just reached uh, 100,000 subscribers yesterday. Um, and he's been talking a lot about dealing with these kind of hate comments and these comments that are like trying to invalidate him. And he has a mental health channel, so he ends up getting a lot of backlash there, um, from that kind of community and stuff. And it's like, I, I know from like firsthand there, like how, like how much that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, can I tell you my personal story about that? Please do. Please do. I had a similar experience. Uh, take you back to last year, mm. twenty eighteen. Kind of a rough year for me and the for me and the channel. You know, like that January month. Uh, not much going on. <laughs> Fuck. At a house. This guy. Not much you're at. Yeah, go ahead. I just I just noticed like weird <laughs> like I opened up my YouTube one day, and uh, my favorite YouTuber. Zack Snyder Productions, good time friend on the channel, you might know him from another YouTube podcast, posts this fucking video called Aiden of Blue Couch Productions Exposed. I'm like, what? This is news to me, I see. 
click on the video, and it's just, you know, that cut deep, man. And I know we haven't really talked about it face-to-face, -face, but, you know, I'm kind of offended. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of expect an apology, like, here in this podcast a year later. <laughs> we said we would have beef this time. You're right. And I'm here bringing, it I'm is. Bringing the beef. <laughs> I'm bringing the beef. He bought the beef. He bought the beef. I'm going to start calling him Arbus. I was I was nice to Zach in the in the DMs like yeah Zach that video was funny but on the inside I was hurt <laughs> like I don't know if I could trust this man holy again. shit <laughs> oh man I'm trying to okay I need to look back exactly when this was made I need to think about my mindset behind this because I I yeah, yeah. I remember making what a monster it. feels I don't even remember why I made it I just I, I do. just made it I do why why did I make it. So you were trying to get a hold of me uh, for some projects oh. in February month. Oh. I couldn't do anything about it. And eventually I just stopped responding. And you were like talking to Jay. And uh, you or Jay had brought up the fact that like, yo, what if I just make an exposed video on him? Then he'll have to reply. And now when you were like, yeah, yeah, do that. And then you did it. <laughs> and well, then memes and other shit included with the questions on the couch episode. What was wild about it was like we couldn't get in touch with you about anything for like a solid week. We just did not hear from Aiden. Yeah, yeah. And usually right. we heard from Aiden every single day. So it was, and it was right at the beginning of the year. We were like, we're going to put out videos so frequently, blah, 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 blah. And of course I fucked up in January too, like everybody else did. But it was, you ended up having like no internet and moving and like all this. And I was like, man, that sucks ass. But uh, you you had been just basically missing for like a week, and yeah, and I'm making this exposed video. Let's see uh -huh. here. I'm trying yeah. to see. I want to see the uh, the J comments. Um, that's that's the story I ended up hearing. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how that conversation went down with J, because <laughs> uh, I like how you didn't know. When I first started it, you're like, hmm, what could this be? And as yeah. soon as I get it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent Jay, like, screenshots of messages that I sent you. It was, like, over the course of a couple of days. And I was like, yo, can you, do, can you check out the, the Nerdcast back when that was a thing? Are we still down to record mm -hmm. the podcast tonight? Or, uh, are we still doing Mario Odyssey this Saturday? Oh, man. There was, like, nothing. And I was like, I'm about to make an Aiden Exposed video. And then... Jay sends me like screenshots to his messages with you and he was like shit man you might need to <laughs> and wow. uh this was January 12th and then later on that day I think I made that video immediately um which is hilarious holy shit <laughs> um the fucking thumbnail still gets me Fucking garbage ass, low quality. <laughs> and I was like, plus I'm about to get a ton of views from Aiden's community. When I made yeah, this they video. ate that shit up. <laughs> they they did. fucking loved it. Loved it, loved it. Yeah. And that's when the I can't count meme also came into reality. Another thing that deeply okay, hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this very day. The impact of that is not low. I think I watched your, your uh, update video and I was like, yeah, he ain't actually doing shit. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's the questions on the couch you bring up. Yeah, that's great. Holy example. shit. It's like a 12-minute video. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch that after this. I'm about to rewatch yeah. it after this. I haven't seen it since I yeah. uploaded it. 
I wanted to bring back that beef because you know it's YouTube culture, and sometimes you just have to deal with your best friends backstabbing you in uh, <laughs> ways you don't expect. So I want to I want to publicly <laughs> apologize for uh, for offending Aiden. Um, I'm going to show a picture of my dog right here so that you guys understand how Whoa. how much I'm apologizing. I don't have a dog. The fuck. Oh, I got yeah. excited. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I went over to that house. There was no dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hold at on. I had a dog. I don't. Um, that shit. I have to, I have to pay to have an animal in this house. Oh, yeah. They like $800. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what? All right. No, thank you. know what the thing about that video that really upsets me, too? Uh-huh. Like more, more than the exposed video, more than the points you bring up, the I can't count meme, like all that, uh-huh. perfectly fine. Right? Yeah. But starting after that video, your boy, Aiden, noticing, oh, hey, I have been a little inactive. I'm going to start showing up a little bit more. I'm going to get these collaborative projects off the ground. You want to record the podcast? All right, I'll do it. I'll even schedule that bitch. Whatever. Fine. And then throughout that year and continuing into next year, it's been either you or Jay being like, "Mm, (laughs) can you wait like an hour or, "Mm, sorry, my grandpa died. Like, okay. (laughs) Whatever. And I had the good heart to not make an exposed video. And I have so much fucking ammunition Please. from times when either you or fucking Jay was like, mm, nah, I got better things to do. Gets on Spotify, watches fucking another episode of The Flash. I see y'all. All right. Want to act like Aiden's the only bad guy who doesn't show up to shit. <laughs> All right. I got ammo. I got Holy ammunition. shit. I'm high for that. Uh... That's what really hurts. <laughs> I'm high for that exposed That's video. That's really hurts me. right there. <laughs> I'm working on it right now. Bad. It has nothing to do with video games, but I'll, I'll I'll tie it in somehow. Back to video games, episode five, Zack Snyder Productions exposed. <laughs> Daily uploads, he said. Daily uploads, LOL. <laughs> you see this video that was uploaded on Saturday and it's called Phil's Bad Friday? What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. On back topic. on topic. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail. Um, I just had to get that beef out. There are, <laughs> there are real exposed videos out there that people make. <laughs> right. Yeah. On people that aren't their friends. And um, mm-hmm. they can be hurtful. They can be they can be ignorant. That's that's the worst part. It's like if you just, just upload a video talking about me and it's a bunch of like racial slurs and it's just like profanity and dumbass shit. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. Thank you, next. Uh, but if it's, if it's like, false information, you're going around saying like, such and such, fucks, I'm not gonna go there. That's not funny. It's uh, <laughs> kind of funny, but I think, you get what I'm saying. Like, I get you. if you put out like, false information about people, um, that can be hard to deal with because then you have to deal with the backlash of that person's fans. You have to deal with the backlash of People that don't even know you now coming to your channel saying, I can't believe you do that. That's messed up, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, dealing with that can can be difficult, I'm sure. Susan and uh, people at YouTube brought up the concept of the uh, dislike mob. Yeah. People coming out and uh, attacking your videos and leaving dislikes. And well, I don't think that's a problem. I do think... In a sense, they were right in saying that call-out culture is definitely a fucking problem. Agreed. Um, one that, unfortunately, and this is the sad part, YouTube incentivizes hard. Yeah. Hard, hard. 
the simple fact that like if you want to call out another YouTuber, you can one put that YouTuber in the thumbnail, put them in the title, put them in the tags, start shit on Twitter, start shit on multiple social media platforms, and as long as you're punching up, meaning you're not a big channel punching on some small fry, you're like a small channel going up. That yeah. shit does astronomically fucking well. 100% of the time. The production values don't even have to be good. If you have some form of criticism or beef with another YouTuber, whether it be personal or not, you can get some pretty good fucking traction if you have even the slightest idea of what you're doing. And uh, that fucking blows. <laughs> yep. Um, I'll give an example. So, uh, like I said, my client, Chris of the Rewired Soul, he has a mental health channel. Um, about a year ago, he had like 800 subscribers. Now he has 100,000. And the reason he was able to grow so quickly was he realized the videos that he made about like regular mental health stuff, depression, addiction, all this kind of stuff, they weren't getting any views at all. And he, like his entire goal, his entire purpose of making a YouTube channel is I want to educate the masses about mental health and everything that has to do with it. And I need to find some way in order to get these videos viewed or I'm not like doing what I'm set out to do. And so his strategy then became looking at other YouTubers, looking at big YouTubers that are, you know, doing behaviors that are wrong um, and kind of using that as examples to be like, you know, here's probably what you shouldn't do. And here's why being mindful of situations is going to help you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so over the last year, he was able to talk about people like Jake Paul, uh, Tana Mongu, like all these like big kind of fuck ups in the YouTube community and say like, here's like what you shouldn't do. But what that's caused is an entire group of people who tries to invalidate what he does because number one, he's not a licensed professional or anything like that. Um, Two, he's a recovering drug addict. Like, he used to be a drug addict. He's been sober for, like, five, six-something years. Um, and he went through programs and stuff like that to kind of, like, help him, help himself. But uh, at the end of the day, he never diagnosed anybody like people said that he was doing. He never did anything that was immoral like people said he was doing. And he ends up with these comments of, you're just a drama channel. You're just a, you're just a drug addict that doesn't know anything. Um, all these like really mean, hurtful comments and he has to deal with them. Like there's not any, mm-hmm. you know, fortunately he's got really thick skin and he's just kind of learned, you know, I, I got to ignore those. I've said what I could right, say. You have to. Um, but again, the, the biggest thing that kind of he dislikes about it is not like people coming in saying, you know, like hateful comments. He's like, okay. <laughs> whatever he actually claps back <laughs> to a lot of them on Twitter, so it's great. That shit's wonderful to read. Yeah, I love um, that. His, his main thing has been, you know, I don't want all this misinformation going around. I don't want mm-hmm. people saying that, like, like somebody a big like five million plus subscriber channel has talked about him a couple of times, and it's been like once an addict, always an addict, and shit like you're diagnosing me and I didn't, and that's not right. And just all these like dumbass like comments. Um, mm-hmm. and so he's had to like go on record and make videos talking about it and be like, look, man, like you can say whatever you want to say about me, but leaving, you know, misinformation is 
Like, that's not cool. Right. And unfortunately, because of stuff like that, you have to address the drama. Yeah. And that kind of sparks flames a little bit, right? Like, the one thing you're trying to avoid is to not fuel this fire. But when information and personal honor comes into play and you have to respond, try as you might, like, that shit's going to grow from that. Mm -hmm. And it's only going to feed into it. Um, And you do what you have to do, and I respect the play 100%. Oh, but man, (laughs) you know, like, where does it go from there? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, because then it feeds into, like, all right, where's his response video? Or where does this move now? Does it move to Twitter? And now are there, like, comment wars or, like, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean. People don't know when to stop. They don't. Uh, it's a mess. And th- and that's the reality that we have to think about here is that people who leave toxic comments, we like to envision as, as people, right, who know better <laughs> and who know right and wrong, but don't. We also have to accept the possibility that, like, they're never going to get better. Right. And we should stop trying to help them (laughs) and move on with their lives, or we're going to end up like them, right? Like, you have to take your own self into it a little bit and be like, I can't keep fighting this fire. I can't keep fanning flames. I can't keep responding to this shit, or it's only going to get worse. Right. I have no idea if I was in that scenario, like, how I would deal with it or where I would stop it, or what to address and what not to address. And I've seen that kill so many fucking good channels that had a right to make 8 billion better videos that I would have <laughs> loved to watch. Yeah. But don't, because they're always mired in some controversy or drama that they can't address, or it's only going to get worse. And that sucks. That's awful to be in. You know? It's worse both ways. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win. And I think that's why... Like I said earlier, like the first thing I said was like dealing with this because I I don't think it's a situation that's going to get better. I think that like as more people get on YouTube, like there, there's just a lot of hateful people out there. There's just a lot of people that want to say shit about you and you just kind of have to deal with it. And that's, what's unfortunate about the situation. So let's go into like how you deal with it. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think, I think that's important. Okay. Um, I would personally say the, the main thing that I would say is that when you go into YouTube, like when you start making YouTube videos, when you're trying to build this kind of following on here, I think the biggest thing you need to do is expect that there are going to be hateful comments. There's going to be yeah. drama and you got to have to just like, okay, this is mm-hmm. where we're at. Um, it, it's almost like dealing with bullies as a kid. Like if you realize, if you expect and, and grow to learn, because obviously it takes time and you have to like learn these things. Um, if you learn, okay, I'm going to have to deal with bullies my entire life because that's how the world works. There's hateful humans. Um, and maybe this is controversial. I don't know. I, I, this is the way that I look at it. Cause it helped me deal with these type of people. Um, when you realize that these people are going to be out there, then you're able to ignore a lot of it a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. 
I feel I feel like if you're going into YouTube, at least a little bit, you you have some sort of self confidence in that you have an idea or a passion or something that you want to share. Um, and the thing I would hate to see is for that passion and that love and that self confidence to go out the window the second somebody says a mean comment. Right. Or if you had just been aware of it in the first place, you kind of hold that shit intact and be like, this doesn't affect me. Move on. Right? Right. Because that's the thing. Uh, as much as these comments would like to point out all these things that are going to happen to you, uh, all these bad things, right? At the end of the day, nine times out of ten, they don't personally affect you unless you let them. Mm-hmm. Right? The second you start letting them get in your head and believing everything they say and taking that criticism to heart, toxic criticism that isn't true, then you've already lost, right? Right. Why, why should you take the opinion of someone who came to your channel, posted something hateful, left and moved on with their day and probably doesn't even think about you ever again? Why are you going to let that opinion matter to you? It shouldn't. Logically, it makes literally no sense. But yet, you hear stories and you see people, just random strangers on the internet somehow got to them on a deep psychological level where it's like, oh, am I really that bad? Or multiple people have said it, that must mean it's true. Or somebody said something on Twitter and, 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 and now like I have to rework everything. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't at all. Right? Uh... But part of that is having a little bit of that self-confidence. Part of it, like you said, is having a bit of that thick skin. And understanding, like you said, that there will be a little bit of adversity on the seas. But that's to be expected. Right. And, and the reason this is an issue for so many people is because it's part of the human condition. We want to be loved. We want to be appreciated and validated for what we're doing. And so... Mm-hmm. When there are people that don't even know you, that just come in and start saying all these things about you, then you're not worthy to live. You're not worth making this video, your your content shit, whatever it may be. Like, it, it gets to you at first. You're like, man, really? Like, I, I thought that I could gain this person's appreciation, right? It, it could even be a family member. It could even be a friend. Like, whenever anybody anywhere says something that, that like hurts your feelings you're the first thing you kind of think of is well i i had hoped that you know i could gain this person's you know love and affection right and that, that, that's just part of being human again um the thing that helps me is something i heard gary vaynerchuk say a couple of years ago when i started watching him um, and again, I've kind of realized this just growing up with bullies, like you just got to ignore people. But what he said is to have empathy for those people. Mm. And that was what kind of like hit me to where I was like, okay, this makes a lot more sense. So it's not even, it's not even the point of just like ignoring some random Joe from Iowa, Ohio who's coming on your video saying that your co- your content is shit. Like, just ignoring that is fine. But also taking a second and saying that these comments are from real people, number one. And then thinking, like, what kind of position are they in 
to where they have the time and the want to comment on your video and say mean stuff about you. Mm-hmm. Because chances are, like, they're either, number one, just a troll. They're like a 13-year-old kid in his basement just, like, saying shit because he thinks it's funny. Or, number two, like, your, call, your content is shit. And then just like, okay, that's, you know, learn, you know, learn to make yourself better. Always strive to do that. But again, that doesn't matter because it's not really constructive because they didn't say what you could fix. Or number three, like, this is somebody who isn't able to make YouTube videos. Maybe they don't have the internet to do that. Maybe they don't have the computer to make videos or a phone or, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe they're going through a rough situation in their their life right now. Maybe their father just died. Like, it's thinking that these people could be going through some really hard stuff, I think, definitely makes it easier to deal with these comments overall. Yeah. I think we have to realize, too, that, like, we've all been in that position before. Yeah. We've all been angry at the world for some reason or another. Uh, Felt like we've had some injustice done upon us and questioning God, why me, like, out of everybody in the world. And we all have different ways of venting out that frustration. Um, all right. Some people do it through a YouTube comment. <laughs> Not me, but <laughs> whatever. And some people say shit that they shouldn't say or hurt people that they shouldn't hurt or ruin relationships that they didn't mean to or do some, like, really awful harm to themselves. Right? Like, we've all been in that scenario where we feel angry at the world and people and how life has dealt us in one form or another. Um, so from that sense, you can kind of understand like nine times out of 10, that's probably where some of these people are coming from. Yeah. You know, some people do it to like, obviously get a high and for the joke and whatever. And like those people fine. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't a chunk of people out there who just been beaten and battered in this fucking stupid YouTube comment on your everyday nerd. Titans episode is their only release from the world. And as sad as that might be, yeah. it sounds like I get it, you know? I totally get it. If I'm the fucking meat shield from like you doing something stupid, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for real. Cause it's like I got I, it. I got some pretty mean comments on my Titans video. But you know what? Like these are the people that watch Titans, and that's sad to me. I empathize yeah. with that. So it's like, You're right. you know, it's, it's like, like that sucks that you have to think that that show is good. I, I'm sorry for you. Say whatever you want to say. That's a true tragedy. It's okay. Um, I was, <laughs> I was watching the wedding singer earlier today for the first time ever, um, with Adam Sandler and he, uh, brief spoilers for the beginning part of the movie. He's supposed to get married to this woman that he's been with for a long time and, she ends up like not coming to the wedding. So just like she stands him up on at the wedding and he's a wedding singer though. So he used to go to weddings all the time to sing. And there's this, there's this particular scene where he's at a wedding post this happening and he just starts yelling at people saying they don't deserve love and their relationships are going to fail. And it's funny right. as fuck, but it's also like, like people were, it is sad. And people were mad at him. They were like, you're supposed to be singing. You're not supposed to be like talking. Um, and he ends up getting beat up because of it. But it's like, 
he went through a traumatic experience that made him really sad. That caused him to act like that. It doesn't mean that those actions are okay. Right. right. Or justified. Or justified. Like still wrong. These mean <laughs> comments that you get, like, they're not justified. They're not okay. Um, but unfortunately in this, this two and a half hour, two hour podcast, there's nothing exactly that we can say that's going to fix the world and make mean people not be mean. Sure. But what we can do wanna... <laughs> is like tell you how to deal with it. Right. Right. I kind of want to pivot this a little bit mm-hmm. in that, like, it's one thing to deal with random fucking strangers, people you don't know. I feel like a lot of us over the years have gotten better at dealing, you know, with random strangers or, you know, mm-hmm. idiots online and just accepted, like, internet's a dumb place, this shit's gonna happen, fine. It's a totally different ball game when the person throwing hate at you in one form or another is a family member or, God forbid, a friend. Yeah. And that right there is something I don't wish upon anybody. Uh, but have seen the fallout from. Um, and that fallout drags onto YouTube sometimes, and oh boy, is it ugly. <laughs> yeah. Um, ugly, ugly. I mean, I've seen it personally. I've yeah. had I've had it happen to me. Um, you know, there was, a, there was a group of people, probably about 15, 20 people, that I used to like, hang out with, quote-unquote hang out with on um, Skype and YouTube. And these are like the original people that I hung out with when, that made YouTube videos with me. And, um, I mean, I've had a fallen out with a couple of them just because they didn't like what I was doing. They, they, um, a lot of it is jealousy. It honestly is. A lot of it ends up being jealousy, um, especially with like my personal you know, experiences with that. And it sucks to lose, like lose somebody that you considered a friend that you talk to almost every day. And just because they were mad that you were making videos when they didn't make videos a week or something like that, like really small, stupid stuff. And so then you just end up stop being friends with them. Um, right. and like I had to block a guy in my comments one time because he was like, he was mad at me for some reason and he decided to like start disliking all my videos and commenting on them, just saying the stupidest shit. I was like, come on, really? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a very real situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one, that's one for me where it's like, Oh, I don't even know how to deal with that. I mean, like, like you said, if it's a jealousy type thing, Mm-hmm. And you can block people, and there's features like that. That's great. Um, there's almost like stalkerish type shit that I hear about of like people actively going out of the way there because is. you've wronged them in some form or fashion to ruin your life on any form of social media, whether that be YouTube, Twitter, or whatever. And we'll stop at any means. Like fucking, I'm a DM all your friends. I'm a post shit on your profile. I'm gonna go find your parents in real life and tell them that as well. Like, insane levels of bullshit. Yeah. That happened to people because of that. And because they're your friends, used to be friends, or parents that know everything about you, your strengths, your weaknesses, your flaws, your breaking points, that's not just some random stranger anymore. That's like, shatter you down to your fucking core with pinpoint accuracy type of levels of horseshit. 
Right. That I am very lucky have not had someone go that far on me before. Say, say, Thank God. Say. <laughs> uh, but I hear about it and I'm like, I understand completely why you don't, why you don't feel comfortable making anything <laughs> or posting anything. This is one of those things that definitely happens to bigger creators. Um, yeah. I mean, channel that I watch quite frequently, Boogie2988, he, um, you know, he's been on YouTube for like 10 plus years now and he had a situation where like somebody came to his house. Now he was out of town at the time, but somebody had came to his house to like hurt him, I think. And it's like, that's insanity. Um, mm-hmm. he got, he got his entire, there was one time where all of his, um, all of his websites, like everything got broken into It's complete cybersecurity con. Um, and, and these are situations that and I don't want to scare anybody, but these are real situations that you have to consider when you start making YouTube content, whether it's to succeed on YouTube or not. There is the chance that you make a video and it goes viral and you start making, start getting a following and you have to be aware that this is a situation you might have to deal with one day. Yeah. To get a little bit personal here. uh, I don't know if Parker watches this, but I guess I'll go ahead and mention it anyway. Mm. He was talking about like how his number one fear was that we were all somehow fake friends. That was just going to one day snap and just be like, let's fuck Parker up, right? Uh, Take everything he's done, use it against him. We were only friends because we wanted to get dirt on him type of shit. And I'm like, whoa, dude, really? I'm like, I'm not, (laughs) you know. Damn. If I don't like something you say, I'll tell you, but I'm not plotting against you secretly or something like that. He's like, yeah, I know. I think that's just like a personality thing yeah. of like thinks people are out to get them type of shit. And I'm like, I hope no one in this discord's that fucking crazy. <laughs> Same. I wouldn't want him here, you know? Fuck, dude. But you got to think about that because as YouTubers, one of your jobs is to network with people, right? Right. And to communicate with people that you've never met before on an online platform and deal with all sorts of fucking crazy. Whether that's like manageable crazy like, I'm off my meds, or I'm gonna come to your house and kill you type shit. <laughs> right? There's yeah. levels to it. Uh, but there's a very real possibility that, like, I comment on Zach's video. Zach's like, hey, you wanna talk in a Skype conversation? And he's just, like, off his rocker. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that right. went well. Right. Block him, leave the call, move on with my life. But you don't know. You have no idea at all through comments or through social media or through videos that that could possibly ever happen to you. You think you're safe, you think you're fine, you think nothing could go wrong. I'm 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 a good guy. I'm trusting of people. But, mm. it, it's <laughs> it's crazy because like we live in a world now where it's acceptable acceptable to talk some to somebody you've never known, you've never met from a different part of the world in a Discord call. Like that's just acceptable. Mm. And like 10, 15, 20 years ago, it didn't used to be, right? Like, it wasn't okay. Right. Like, I, I used to be, you know, my parents would tell me, you know, like, chat rooms are not a good place to spend in time. <laughs> like you shouldn't talk to people on the internet. You shouldn't tell anybody anything. Right. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but it's like, 
when I had to explain to my parents that I was talking to people on Skype that I had never met, like when I was in high school, that was something that like we had to have like a serious conversation about. And I had to be like, look, this guy runs this website that is helping me like get my name out there. And we live in a world now where the internet is the, 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 the network playground, if you will. Um, but it's also like, I've met some very concerning people on the internet in that time frame. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are people that I've had to go out of my way to actively block because they scared me. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I'm like, I, I don't want to be in a situation where I make the wrong joke to somebody and they just, they decide to just hate me for some reason. And then they go all over the place and, you know, blackmail me or more, more scary because I feel like I don't make too many bad jokes. You know, the, the, the right. thing that scares me the most would be similar to what Parker said, but like somebody like finding out where I live and putting it out there and having somebody come and like kill me. And it's like, I don't think I'd have to deal with that anytime soon. But like, no, I think we're good. <laughs> right. Right. But it's like, as the channel grows, as I get more people on, you know, discord and all that kind of stuff, it's like, that is a concern that all of us have to be wary of. Um, how do you deal with that? I, I that's, that's the question. Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> like, can you can you fix crazy? <laughs> Should you? Uh, how do you stay safe? Like, right, that sort of stuff. Another quick little story. Uh, when I was going to move down that way, they're like, my parents are like, "Do you know this sack?" I'm sure. I'm fucking sure. I'm like, yeah. concerned as fuck. I have video evidence of what he looks like. Right. I know what the room looks like. We've talked for hours and hours. And, like, let's say worst case scenario, he is crazy, we have a car, we can pull out of the driveway, we're fine. Alright, like, nothing bad is gonna happen. And, like, all those fears alleviate is, like, as soon as they meet you and they're like, oh, okay. It's just <laughs> a dude. Fine. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever. But you don't know, right? It's all this mystery, potentially, that, like, somehow there's, like, a child pedophilia ring downstairs <laughs> that nobody knows about yeah. or some shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure that was a concern for your parents. Um, it was a concern yeah. for my parents, even. Yeah. Um, in fact, it was something that I knew would be a concern for, for my parents that, like, I didn't even mention to my dad that this was a guy that I had met on the internet. Um, <laughs> That's one way to do it. <laughs> because I didn't think that I wanted to have that kind of conversation. My mom knew, mm-hmm. but I had like you know kind of just you know told her everything like you know, here's video evidence. Like we've, we've talked for literal days, um, through podcasts and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, if you are a 500 pound man waiting to finger my butthole, it's like, you know, you sure did did put a lot of effort into it. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, exactly. You, you put way too much effort, you know, effort into this. Um, also, I, I think my current roommate is crazier, so it's like, I think he, he could deal with it, you know? It's just, if Damien Floyd can do it, anyone can. <laughs> no, but that that was definitely a situation that I was sure was going to have some concerns from all parties. Um, yeah. Except for me and you. Like, I feel like we were completely cool with it. We're like, yeah, we've, we're friends. And, it, and it's so it's so funny now, because like, 
my parents will ask about how your situation is going and if things are getting better and I have to update them and be like, yeah, really? yeah, things are and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, like they're actively kind of, you know. That's cool. They, they want to they wanna see that you're doing well. And, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. It, just, just even, they were happy to hear that like after I moved out that we were even talking. That I somehow fucked it up so bad that like we weren't even, I'm like, no, 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 oh, we're yeah. fine. <laughs> we're fine. Right. So. Well, I mean, I all was kind of that fear and shit that. went out the window, right? Yeah, like I, I think yeah. it was it was a it was a strange situation, um, for sure. Even like our friend Jay, like his parents watch my videos sometimes, and it's that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, his dad yeah, follows funny. me on Twitter. It's like, you know, there's there's different things like that. It's I think we're getting to that point where. Like I said earlier, you know, the internet is such a big place where you can meet all these different, really cool, unique people all the way around the world, and that's so awesome. Um, but there are still those same old concerns that, oh, mm-hmm. you could be a murderer. I think, we, I think we were a little bit lucky to at least spend some part of our childhood growing up without it in one form or another. Agreed. Uh like, for you, you just didn't have access to it right. all the time. And mine was, like, you know, Skype wasn't a big thing. The most I did online was play Dora the Explorer Flash games when I was five. Like, I don't... Whatever. I get that, I'm not yeah. talking to weirdos online, right? It wasn't until, like, after the fact, teen years, around that time, where I was like, hey, you can talk to other people online? What the fuck? This is rad. And then uh, said some stuff that I shouldn't have. And, uh, <laughs> I'm glad. Let's just say I'm glad those platforms are deleted. All right. Yeah, <laughs> feel that. There's nothing out. I didn't do anything awful, but some embarrassing dumb shit that I probably shouldn't have said online. So I've had to learn as well of being like, okay, maybe not everything is something you should share. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, having a little bit of that self control of being like, all right, I can't say anything. I gotta kind of reel it back probably a smart idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely agree because it's like I didn't use the internet a whole lot in elementary school. It wasn't until middle school that I really got onto it and then I learned what chat rooms were and I utilized <laughs> chat rooms occasionally and like there was some shit that shouldn't have happened there. Shouldn't have said some shit, you know, whatever. Um, but it's also like once I got to that point where I was using Skype frequently where I was using especially Discord in the last few years, last couple of years, not even that long ago. Um, it's a different situation. Mm-hmm. But I am more like, concerned for children. Right. Um, and we, we have those kids scary. come on to Discord. Yeah. <laughs> right. We have like 13-year-olds who join our Discords because they yeah. like our videos. <laughs> and you explain like, that to their parents. <laughs> what do you do? Hey, I met a YouTuber right? online and had a Discord server and I joined it and they were talking about like anime and Monster Hunter and I was a little scared. <laughs> That's it's obviously a pedophile ring, Jimmy. Shut it down. Turn off the internet. <laughs> Turn off Watch the out. internet. Obviously parents overreact and I feel like maybe we are a little bit here but uh, it is something you have to worry about. Let's, let's actually talk about solutions and right. stop trying to scare it up a little bit. <laughs> no. Number one, a good be point. careful of what you Say online. All right? Period. Don't be mentioning your address, where you live. Um, even how old you are, I feel, up to a certain age is probably something you shouldn't be saying. Uh, ever. 
you know, like what high school you go to, really personal information that they can somehow track you down through, mm-hmm. probably not a good idea uh, in general. And I don't care if you're like internet dating through Skype or you have a girlfriend <laughs> on Twitter and she wants to know where you live, don't. Did you ever have one of those? Uh, I had an Animasher girlfriend. <laughs> I had a Facebook girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It lasted about a week or two. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah. It, it lasted for like a month for me. And I'm like concerned. I don't even know if it was a real girl at this point. It's like, there's no telling. <laughs> Who knows? Right. It's I don't, I don't know where you got that picture from. <laughs> it's kind of As far scary. as I know. But anyways, yeah, yeah All right. for sure. Don't put your information out there that you're not comfortable with. Don't say anything that you're not comfortable saying to other people. Just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, rules change as you get older and shit. Um, but there's still all of those hard boundaries of like, don't mention your address. Don't mention the social security number. Don't fucking, you know, <laughs> right. full name and all that shit. Social like, security number. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say whatever. that. Whatever. That's step one, basically. Um, Watch what you say. Since we are YouTubers and we make videos... Uh, I think it's very important to be careful what you put in your videos. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you're recording videos from your room, from your house, uh, which is fine. But if you're going to do anything outside near the house, like be careful what's in the background. Make sure your address Mm -hmm. isn't showing there. Um, One of the things that I was going to make when I moved here, um, and this was going to be more of like an Aiden and I with Damien type thing. We were going to do a um, house tour type shit. And then, like, after we had moved in good, and you didn't come in, you know, you ended up not moving in, and everything, Mm -hmm. after everything kind of settled, I was like, you know what, probably not a good idea to do a house tour, Um, because, like, it wouldn't hurt a whole lot, I could definitely show off most of the house without it being like, oh, people know where I live, but even just in case, I think it's probably best that I didn't, Mm. you know. I think, I think we have a little bit of a problem where social media and YouTube encourages you to broadcast yourself and share everything. And there's somehow a correlation in people's mind that the more info you share, the more personal you are. And therefore, the more personal you are, the more marketable you are. And while that is true, you got to know when to stop, man. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't have to know everything about Zach's life. And I'm okay with that. Right? Right. Um... I don't need to know every little detail about every little YouTuber ever and understand that sharing some of that information is often a great pathway to seem more personal and real uh, because you're sharing yourself and that's fine. I, I just think it goes a little bit too far where we're like encouraged to do it more often than we want to. And when it's not something that we want to do, I think that's sort of where the issue lies. Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I've definitely been more personal on the internet over the past couple of years than I ever have been. But even then, it's like, there are things that stay completely off the internet. There are things that I haven't talked to. um, To even you guys that are, like, friends of mine in the Discord. Like, they're just things that happen in our life that we just kind of keep private. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. Like, that's how it should be. And, um... It's like I expected the same, you know, I'd expect the same from you and from Jay and from everybody else in our friend group Um, and from YouTubers. Like, like you said, you don't have to say everything. That's true. Let's say it's, it's, it's the friend, it's the family member, it's the whatever, and they're out there 
blasting you for whatever reason. These are people you have to live with, you have to deal with. There's no uh, getting rid of them. What, what do you do in those scenarios? Personally, I would look at the... Um, I would look at how bad it is, right? If it's right. a friend that's kind of turned into a bully, again, like if somebody's calling you fat or you know ugly or you know that kind of thing, just just ignore it again have empathy for the person realize that you know maybe their life isn't going too well right now um if it's something like stalkerish behavior if it's something like blackmailing or doxing um i mean that's that's where like the government or like legal precautions need to need to be taken and in, in my opinion i think so because if it's if it's something that can risk your life, somebody could, like, if, if a friend is decides, I'm going to be an asshole, I know your address, I'm going to put it on the internet. Like, obviously, that's not okay. Um, I, I think that the law needs to be taken into effect there. I think so. And that doesn't mean that if someone calls you fat on a comment, that you call the police on them. <laughs> you know? Right, right, There's right. lines to be drawn here. Uh but yeah, Zach's right. If it's either you and your well-being <laughs> or, you know, fucking something something worse, like, call somebody. Get somebody involved. Right. If it's uh, a parent, police are there, child services are there. If it's a friend, talk to your parents, right? Like, whoever. There's always somebody there who wants to talk. There's like a billion hotlines for a reason. Uh and all that shit is useful. And if it goes too far, it goes too far, man. Don't feel ashamed or don't feel like you can't get help or that your problem doesn't matter or that the police won't understand or whatever. Like, obviously you have explaining to do, but if you feel like you're in danger, like, fucking do it. <laughs> right. I know that, like, a lot of this episode has turned into, like, a internet safety type thing. Which is fine. Like, I mean, that's something that I think everybody needs, especially when you're right. doing YouTube stuff. But it's, it, it's the main concern I have for people is not toxic comments making fun of you. It's not the internet bullies. It's not those things. It's the, you know, implications where you could be hurt in real life. Somebody that you love could yeah. be hurt in real life, or you could end up hurting yourself because of things that have been said. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that worry me about about anybody, but also for YouTube creators because we put so much out there and that you know like we said it's 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 definitely risks that that could occur, and that's why we're talking about them you know that's why we're bringing these things up. I think it's important to mention I don't feel like a lot of people talk about it as much or if they do they kind of like gloss over it or tell you to use common sense or right whatever and like there's a lot that goes into it that doesn't get talked about that's awful and that you have to live with um and part of that too is just like being the bigger person on that Mm -hmm. um if they're not physically harming you not you know ruining your life in some form or fashion Right. You can stop giving them the time of day. Yeah. You know? Don't respond to them. 
Um, I know a lot of bigger creators that I've talked to that um, get, you know, hate comments and stuff. They, they usually have this rule of thumb where they either don't respond to the hate comments or they respond once, you know, again, to not have that misinformation out there. They respond once and then they don't respond anymore. So having a rule of thumb for hate comments is good. For me personally, I haven't had to deal with enough to really say anything, but I try to respond to all of my comments unless yeah. they're hate, like hate filled or just like dumb comments. Like if somebody just puts LOL, like I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. So I'm going to respond in it the same way that I would if somebody came on to my thing and called me fat. I'm just going to ignore it. Um, unless they're clever with their use of profanity and belittling me because then, <laughs> then I can be funny with the response and it makes me happy. Then I can work my meme magic. <laughs> exactly. I'm down with a good yeah. roasting. I'm completely okay with that. Oh yeah, but, me um, too. Right. Like I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I guess that's what we should talk about. Like, um, people get their pride hurt way too much. I feel. I agree. Oh, no, I, I yeah. 100% agree. Like, oh, man, I just learn to take a joke about yourself every once in a while. Not everybody's out to kill you. Despite what we just said <laughs> throughout the past hour. <laughs> right. Some people right. are just fucking gamesters. It's it's weird because this like last generation, um, as we've grown up, people like our age, we kind of saw that transition of ignore the bully to bullies are illegal. Right. You know what I mean? Like schools and stuff like that have been very proactive on stopping bullies and getting rid of them, which is great. I'm I'm really glad that people are actually trying to fix those issues. However, what it's also done is it's kind of like lost this almost like general toughness that you get when you learn to deal with your bullies. Um. Because, I mean, that I don't know about you, but that's, like, one of the biggest things that affected my childhood and, like, made me, like, like helped me grow up and be a better person was learning that people were just going to say shit and you just got to deal with it and ignore it or have some witty comebacks, <laughs> you know, like... Or beat some ass. Beat some ass. <laughs> Get <out> some hands. <laughs> Clap back. I mean... <laughs> I mean, they That's do. The thing about real do life. Be that way Somebody hit you with the LOL, you fat, you clap them hands. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. What'd you say, motherfucker? That's what I'd say. Oh. Yeah. Um, I got Somebody it. talking trash to you at the Wendy's? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever get into a fight when you were a kid? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a fucking toothpick. I ain't getting in a fight with nobody. I, I ended up in a couple. Um, and they, they were bullies. They were bullies. And, um, I, I usually would not engage in any altercations. I would, I wouldn't end up, uh, you know, in any fisticuffs, but, uh, mm-hmm. there, there was a couple of times where I was just done with a bully and I was like, fuck you. You went sicko mode on him. I went sicko mode on him. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even curse then. 
That was before I cursed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so funny as shit. Um, yeah. The police call you the fuck, fuck word, and you're like, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't engage in a fight unless I was like physically bullied. Right. 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 And, and that's again. I mean, it's it's the same thing. If somebody's like physically hurting you, if there's something like that, then please like call somebody, tell you know, get some help, do what you got to do. Um, but we do live in this world where the mean comment is considered. Um, it's just seen more hurtful than it is. Mm-hmm. Or it's over-exaggerated, right? Definitely over-exaggerated. Now, I will say, like, um, again, one of the best ways to handle these things are to ignore it, but if that is something that you're having problems with, then you can delete the comments, block these people, and more importantly, I would say, like, get some help. Like, talk to somebody. Find, like, Mm -hmm. you know, find a therapist. Do that kind of things so that, like, don't end up hurting yourself or, you know, don't let any kind of depression end up getting to you because not worth it. We've, we've seen a lot of people talk about mental health on YouTube as big creators. And one of them is burnout, but the other one is like hateful comments. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's an epidemic that, uh, we need to deal with. Yeah. It's definitely, um, extremes mm-hmm. to it where it's either somebody making a funny lol on twitter to my parents have disowned me <laughs> type shit right and right. there's a lot of in between too which is why like you've gone a lot of different places in this episode some real dark places some real funny places and some places where it's like yeah just ignore it mm-hmm. um like Zach said at the very beginning, there is no fixing any of this. It's dealing with it for a reason because it's so nuanced and case to case and everybody's situation is different and we all had a different background growing up. Uh, we're all at a different age. Like, so many ways shit can go down. Right. We tried to mention a good bit of them. Uh, I'm sure there's like some case scenario that we haven't even brought up. Yeah, like and there's just there's just so many ways to be an asshole online, unfortunately. If um, if there's something we can't that we, talk about them all, exactly. <laughs> if there's something we didn't bring up and you want us to talk about it, like please do leave us a comment, let us know. Um, mm. Because I, I I don't like I said like you said I don't think there's a way that we can fix the overall issue of hurtful comments, other than and this is this is the ultimate solution in my opinion is to continue talking about it, destigmatize it, like make it known that these are issues that happen. And the more that we talk about it, the more people will hear it. And then hopefully more people will grow and become better person people. They can teach their kids. And eventually there will be a generation of people that aren't like, that aren't little bitches that can't take a joke, but also <laughs> more importantly, hopefully we'll have a generation of people that can not only handle the pressure of mean people, but have less mean people, right? Have less bullies. Level headed. That's, that's what we're hoping for at the end of the day, right? Is to, that's the goal. Have less of these, these people out there. Um, yeah, 
I mean. And you can start by doing your part. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just be so. a better person at the end of the yeah. day. It's that simple. <laughs> Just I wanna, don't be an asshole. I want to end this with, have you gotten any kind of like, like mean comments before? Ah, probably, yeah. Probably, okay. I'd have to look at examples. None recent comes to mind. Right. I'm sure I've had some before. I haven't had any recent Stupid either. shit. Um, I love it uh, because... Like, back in the day, I used to be bullied for, like, being fat or wearing glasses or, like, all these things. Uh, and it's like, now, somebody calls me fat. I'm like, yeah, okay. What's your point? <laughs> I know I'm fat. <laughs> I ate two double quarter pounders with cheese earlier. What you talking about? Nah. Damn. <laughs> that shit's good, though. <laughs> it is good. I ain't even gonna okay. lie. And and it's also like, I'm cool with jokes that make fun of me because it's like, I know what my faults are. I know what my weaknesses are. I know what I'm actively working towards. Um, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm actively working towards my health right now because my bills got to be taken (laughs) care of before I start worrying Mm -mm. about that. But we it's, would not be up at 2.50 a.m. recording this podcast if Zach cared about his health. (laughs) I mean... Um, let's just be real. Me too. Me too. That goes for real. Oh man. But, um, it's, yeah, I, I think just like to end it off, if you recognize what's a hate comment, what's constructive criticism, if you recognize what's a joke, what's what's something that you could like, like realizing what your faults and your strengths are, because then when somebody says, you make bad content, but you know for a fact that like you work really hard on this and it turns into like pretty good stuff, then you don't have to worry about that comment anymore. And if it's a comment that's like, LOL, you fat and you know you're fat, then that's something that you know you're able to work towards to make better unless people will say things about that, right? It's it's just one of those things that knowing what what your faults and your strengths are will, will also help deal with these kind of comments. And as far as exposed videos and drama <laughs> and all that sort of shit goes, oh, yeah. uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, but not as much. Uh, my basic bottom line on that is just hopefully YouTube starts to de-incentivize it a little bit. Yeah. Because the second that it start stops becoming popular to shit on other people is when people are going to stop doing it. Um, at least as frequently as we've seen it. There will always be people who have beef with people and who want to start shit and that's just in their nature. Fine. Uh, that doesn't mean they have to make like a fucking empire on top of it. Like I'd love to start seeing more empires being built with honey rather than fucking tax. <laughs> Definitely. You know, um, and that and that's on YouTube. That's on YouTube not to encourage that culture. Um, I'm not gonna call it the dislike mob, <laughs> or rather call out culture as a whole. Um, just algorithmically works. Drama works. And knowing to be like, you know what, as easy as that would be to get involved with that, I'm not going to. Or, do the rewired soul way of doing it, if I'm gonna bring the shit up, there better damn well be a good purpose <laughs> to doing so. Right, right. What it has, one of his shticks is to talk about the problem, but focus on the solution. And I love that right. so much, because it's like, that's what we need, that's what we need more of on this platform. Yep. So... You know, be the change you want to see. You know that saying that people say? Like, it's it's real. I agree That's with true. it. 
It's a real saying. <laughs> yeah. Those are words. Those are words Those that are. I agree with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say. I'm trying to think if there was any other YouTube culture, but I think we covered a good range of shit. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm good. I'm hyped to watch this Aiden Exposed video again. I am too. And that's the real beef. All right. Fuck any of this harassment shit I was talking about earlier. <laughs> the real shit going down. Me and Zach about to fight. Real tough. About to fight. I'm going to schedule an arena. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to invite people out. It's going to be like Logan and KSI 2.0. Let's go. Holy shit. Yeah. You trying to go on a boxing arena? I think we're in oh, different yeah. weight classes. Hell yeah. <laughs> nah, fuck that. There are no rules. <laughs> Fighting is allowed. Ain't it the type of dude to come in the ring? And I'd be like, all right, let's go. And then all of a sudden, he just kicks me square in my nuts. Like, that's that's, that's what Aiden... I'll bring a knife. I'll bring a knife. (laughs) Dude. There ain't no rules. There's no rules. This this isn't going to be in a boxing alley. It's going to be right outside Walmart. (laughs) If we can monetize it, I'm okay with however we do it. (laughs) That's the important part. I mean... Shit, you're right. Can I make money off of physically harming someone else? At, at this point in my That's, life, I just want to monetize everything. That's, <laughs> you know, I've recently made a Twitter to talk about my depression and make jokes out of it. So I'm trying to monetize my, um, my depression as well. I got you. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's it. That's life right there. Um, <laughs> let's get in these comments. We got a lot of them. We missed... We got three. <laughs> Good bit. Chief. We got From like, three. what, two episodes? Two or three episodes? It's just the one. Surprisingly, nah. just the one. Yeah, because we've only had one one upload since the last uh, session. But we were like two ahead. Yeah. That, that episode's going out today. That's why. Oh. Yeah. Did we read 33? Yeah, we read 33. Because there was that long a master a master comment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is three. All right. Let me get on there real quick. I got you, fam. Let me send you, let me send you screenshots. I, can just send that I got it. You got, got it? it? All right, cool. All right. Uh, you got patient, a master, and Calfro. I'll do the Calfro comment. <laughs> Calfro writes, I forgot to leave a comment. Wonderful. This has been... <laughs> this is two days ago too and this podcast is like two weeks old now yeah that's my favorite thing about it thanks for the comment Calvary. thanks man um, real shit I'll go ahead and read the master master comment he okay. says good man you guys would cringe if you saw my thumbnails no the entire branding scheme back oh uh, you would cringe if you saw my thumbnails from back then basically is what he's saying it was all over the place also, on the part, we're taking a mu- break for three months. I took a break from you- YouTube no longer than ye- for longer than years. Can't read, apparently. I don't remember the exact amount of years, but it's been a long time, and I want to get back on the grind soon. So that was yep. basically in response to um, the custom thumbnail episode that we made, and also his last comment was talking about, like, you know, bringing his channel back and stuff like that. That's cool. I'm glad that working he's... Working on that rebrand. He's actively working towards it. It's awesome. Looking forward to seeing that, that progress. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, the comment. I can't again. wait. Appreciate it. All right. One more. We got a comment from Patient. She says three words less is more. 
Read my god diggity damn comments, nerds. That's more than three words. You cheated. <laughs> you said three words. You fucking lied. It's hilarious. Some people. So I would like to... start bullying patient. <laughs> Hold on. That's what I've been trying to do for this entire podcast. Reply. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> and then I think you responded, we're still ahead on recording episodes, so your comments are coming. Which is true. Yeah. This is also why we're not reading comments from episode 35, because this hasn't been uploaded yet. Yeah, I'd like to point we'll out, get to them. once again, that we are at least one episode ahead um, in recording, and that means that we're not able to read comments from the past week, because the episode hadn't gone out since then. And if you complain one more time, I'm doxing you. <laughs> I'm doxing you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my source. Have that threat in the back of your head. <laughs> I, I know. I know how to dox people. So get hype. Yeah, <laughs> get hype in the chat. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> uh, thank you all for the comments, and uh, thank you to Patient for suggesting this topic. I didn't expect it to go the way it did, uh, but I'm glad it did because I feel like not a lot of people talked about what we talked about back there. Um, agreed. Some real shit was said. I approve. Some real actual shit was said. Yeah. All right. Well, other than that, I've got some feet to go look at. Ooh. So feet? I'm All right, question go. of the day. <laughs> question of the day. Go to Foot Wiki right now. Pull it up. Or Wiki Foot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let me get the right address. I don't want to send people the wrong Wiki Feet. The wrong shit. Wiki Feet. Mm-hmm. Go to Wiki Feet right now. And my question of the day is to tell me your favorite feat that you saw on the website. Let me know. No, 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 no. Find somebody that you didn't expect was going to be on the website. And let us know. Yeah, yeah. Like we found Susan. Who else is out yeah. there? Question of the day. What are some unknown people on Wiki Feet? Yeah. Let me know. Also, leave your favorite feat. I want to, <laughs> you know. Uh, feet, toes. Whatever. Also, if you have a foot fetish, I'm uh, I'm kink shaming you. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, also, away. we're still taking comments on topic suggestions. Our list is running low. One hundred percent. Feel free to do that. And feel free to comment on any of the other podcast platforms. We will read your comments, no matter where they're at. Or you can email Zach. It's so easy to do. Everything is in the uh, description or in the notes. If you're listening on another platform, you can also, if you're so interested, you can support us on anchor.fm slash another dash YouTube dash podcast. Um, you can sponsor us there if you want to send us money because you can create a page for Zach you, on WikiFeet. <laughs> you can. I'm trying to think. Is there any chance of my feet being shown in any videos? <laughs> I'm sure someone is furiously looking. And honestly, I, I don't think there is. And I really hope there isn't. What about, um... Oh, no, no, no. In, in the Pokemon Waifu's video, I know it's down now. But in the opening, aren't you, like, far away in a shot? Yeah. You say Pokemon and then walk up. I might. They might be. They might be. And if they are, they would be, uh... They would be in socks. So... Mm. That's not hot. <laughs> I need bare feet. <laughs> not getting bare feet there. Um, that video is going public again soon, by the way. So. Oh, I'm so hyped. I'm a, Fucking masterpiece. I, I love it. 
It's one of my favorites. So fucking good. Let's see here. Let's see if we can see. Let yeah, you can see you can see my bare uh not my bare feet. You can see me in my socks. Socksy. My shorts and my Black Panther t shirt. Zach, you don't jack off with your underwear on, okay? <laughs> How am I supposed to? You're right, you're right. Fuck it, I'm I'm done. Right, I'll send it. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I've been this. Zach. I've been Aiden. Fuck off. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye. Feet.